Hello, and welcome to the bottom of the internet. It is Saturday, September 25th, 2021, and this is Another Dead Pixel, the podcast about all things pixelated and otherwise. Here to lead you down the dark path you have chosen for your life, it is I, your host, Nick. With me here today, the inventor of the Korean backdash and the last of the Morlocks, it's Joe. Joe, how are you doing today? Doing all right. The backdash took me a long time to perfect. Castlevania stole it, though, those assholes. That's... I, I'd always suspected that, um, but I, I never played Castlevania, so I couldn't prove it. Um, I'll, I was young at the time. I mean, I shouldn't have been doing it in public, but that was before the internet was the internet thing. So, you know, some asshole on a video camera, VHS, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's you're like Backpack Kid. He's the guy that uh, invented, I think he invented flossing, you know, you know the flossing uh. dance. And uh, he's, I think he sued Fortnite for that. I don't know if, I think they paid him to go away. But, Probably. I mean, I'd rather be Backpack Kid than, um, you know, Star Wars Kid, because that shit got no money, you know? Oh, yeah. What happened with that? Nothing. He just became, an, he became YouTube like, famous when like there was Star no, Wars you know, monetization. Wait, so like, what's Star Wars Kid? Oh, shit. You really don't know. Okay. Um, Maybe I know, and I just so, don't know I know. <laughs> Star Wars Kid was a, uh, uh, it was a... I, I don't know if he was middle school uh, or maybe high school, but he, you know, a kid doing uh, some kids filming each other and doing their, their own uh, green screen ish effects and trying to make a, a broomstick into lightsaber light effects and sounds. And so it's just this, you know, a uh, bigger, uh, you know, stereotypical nerdy kid uh, doing some swinging around and uh, with a pole. Uh, but he's really going for it. Like he's really trying to go for it. And when you don't add the Star Wars sound effects uh, and the lightsaber noises and the <laughs> colors, it looks really ridiculous. And that went viral uh, back when, you know, you had to share fucking, uh, you know, gifts and uh, you had to actually, you know, it took you a while to actually look at a clip of, on the internet. Yeah. So yeah, that that was that's you literally emailed each other that as, as kid, a yeah. Uh, yeah, you're like, hey, check out this you know thing and I'm going to email it to you. Uh Wow. Yeah, he, I have to look that, that, was, up. that kid. That kid was super popular, man. It was, it was really ridiculous. Yeah, I, it was, I, it, I pretty much didn't have the internet until I went to college, so I did see some stuff and I heard about some stuff, but it was very limited until I went to college. It was. Yeah, it, that's like Ebomb's world or like uh, albino black sheep or stuff like that. You know, during the era of uh, peanut butter jelly time. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, peanut yeah. butter jelly time. Jeez. Same time frame. Uh, maybe, you know, peanut butter jelly time gave him a little bit later, I think. But you know, stuff like that. Uh, chocolate rain. I think chocolate was another rain. I remember that. That was that was like big. That guy was on like the Tonight Show and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's essentially it's. Um, you know, that's that's all around the same era. You know, the internet was a wild and silly thing back then. I mean, it's now it's still the wild west, but back then it was just like. What have we done? What can we do? It was crazy. Yeah, it's it was what could we do? And now it's more like watch look at what we've corrupted. That's <laughs> kind of what it is now. Yeah, really. Um so I got, I I've been holding the story for like 2 weeks. So I was doing mandatory sexual harassment training. 
at my at my new job. I didn't do anything to deserve this. This is something that ju- that they just make all new hires do. Um, but I was so it's like two hours, I guess, of two four hours. It was a long time of watching videos and answering questions. And they have a guy come on and talk to you, um, you know, about like this and that. And he reads off stuff. And I was like, this guy sounds so familiar. What is it about this guy that just sounds so familiar? And I was like, I think that he's pod 42 in the game near automata. Did you ever play that? I, I only played a few hours. So Uh, like the, so to be the the main girl, her, her robot that hangs over her shoulder and talks to her, that is pod 42. Okay. And so I was like, I gotta, I gotta see who this is. And, um, luckily they were showing like this guy, you know, he was, he was, he was, you know, lending his voice to this sexual harassment training, but he was also like the, he was also the, the, the presenter. So you could see his face and stuff like that. So I looked him up and lo and behold, same dude. And I was like, holy shit, this is so fucked up. <laughs> Near Automata is never gonna be the same for me again, but it was it was well, very so you watch Nero Tomata and think of sexual harassment. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those two things would never otherwise, you know, come together. The only thing is in Nero Tomata they robot up his voice so they make him they make him set like they give like this reverb to his voice so he sounds like a robot whereas in real life it, he sounds the same but just without the reverb, you know, and not quite so stilted, I guess but that's the acting. Okay. But anyway, I just, I just was like, well, it's a small world. <laughs> Dude, you gotta and make a living somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. At least he's not an actor doing like you know uh, herpes medication or something like that. Yeah, he probably is. No, I, I, I looked it, I looked it up, and he's he's done a lot. He's done a lot of animes and stuff like that too. I was like, oh, okay, and I was like, okay, of course he's probably done a ton of stuff. He's if he's in a, a game as big as Near, um, he's probably in just about everything. He's been acting for a long time, like since the two thousands. But so you're saying you work for blizzard though, is what I got from that, right? No, <laughs> no, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I work for blizzard, man. There's some, there's some stuff about that too, that I didn't include in the news. Okay. Like, okay big. That was, it was a, it was a prime segue, but we're, was, I'm jumping the gun too early. So I'm sorry, segue. but it was just wide open there. You know, I should have saved that story. We can recut this. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> We're going to recut this and we're going to put that whole story right after games, right before news. Um, that's, it's going to be seamless. Trust me. <laughs> so, um, but like we may as well get started, I guess. Like, um, unless you have any other stories to tell. You, no, man, I'm good. I can't good. top that. So, <laughs> so, uh, what you been watching, man? You watching anything? Reading anything? All right. Um, uh, so I got a little kid who doesn't give me a lot of time, uh, you know, in the afternoons Don't give after me that work. shit. You've watched plenty of show stuff. Uh, a lot of, uh, it's one of those, a lot of what, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there kind of thing. So I haven't actually watched any like movies or anything like that. 
Uh, so when the one, the only thing I watch on the regular is uh, uh, Great British Bake Off because that's a show that you can literally stop at any given spot and not have to worry about like remembering where you are in the story. Uh, it's good entertainment, simple, fun, wholesome, and my kid can scream at me uh, if so so chooses and i don't have to worry about like oh i missed what they said uh yeah i was uh, i was watching yeah. that when they gave me a teeth cleaning i don't know if i told you this before they gave me nope. a teeth cleaning at the dentist one time and that was on and that's probably the first time i ever actually watched a good chunk of it and that show is so calming and peaceful very nice dude it's wholesome it's, it's like wholesome. these the contestants help each other out uh they're they're not all cutthroat because there's no fucking prize uh, other than you know, ad, you know, adoration of your colleagues, and that's really it. It's not, you know, there's no whole hard cash. It's, you know, when people leave, they like, you know, like they cry and shit like that. It's, it's, it's decent. I rather like it a lot. Um, Sweet shit. Granted, I also, I'm also, I realize I'm super judgy. Just <laughs> like, like you look funny. I'm not. I don't like you. Or you sound like Alan Rickman. You're total. I'm totally going to go vote for you. You know, like You're I'm, only just I'm rooting now for you in the background. <laughs> So, no, that's a good show. Uh, yeah. It's we made it into uh, season five ish or six. It's uh, oh. the second season where they had switched the entire cast except for Paul Hollywood. Um, so the they have uh, I don't remember anyone's names. I'm so terrible with names. Uh, they switched out uh, one of the two you know comedic uh, side hosts. There is a um, the tall goth dude from uh, IT Crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, I can't remember his name, but he's he's pretty funny. He does a good job. He actually's not as silly as he is in other things that I've seen him in. Uh, there's a show called uh, like the Quiz of Everything or something like that, um, and you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, and it's pretty funny. Uh, so it's you know a panel, three teams of two, and he's been on there a couple times with like Russell Brand and stuff like that. And uh, he acts way more silly in there than he does in the uh, Great British Bake Off. So yeah, that's it's good. Uh, I like it. Cool. Then I've just been watching a lot of, you know, anime. Uh, new seasons have started. Uh, I'm primarily only watching them dubbed. I don't care if it's dubbed or subbed. That's where I stand on that whole argument. I do dubbed currently because I can't stand, I can't afford the time to sit and focus. Um, because once again, I have a child. It's not like I just, I'm just going to sit back, relax, and do nothing, you know? So it's more like I, if I need to, eat my food i can pay attention and like take care you know feed him that's fine so uh i've been watching a handful of things uh season three of one called an anime called uh chihai furu and that is uh about karuta uh it's a card game uh it's a poem card game uh it's it's really hard to explain to americans who don't know essentially you have a deck of cards that are like a hundred, I believe it's a hundred poems, and uh, you and your you and your opponent get divvied up, uh, not qu- a little less than uh, half of the cards each, because there's there's going to be some like ghost cards or some dead cards, and you lay them down face up in any order that you want on your your half. You know you do your cards on your half, and there's an announcer. They they have a poem. They have a start to this poem. It's like an intro cadence. And then what they do is they do their intro cadence and then they'll read, they'll start to read the, one of the actual poems. And essentially you, you hear, you try to hear the poem and you try to slap the card uh, or grab the card from the field. Uh, first one to make contact and knock it out of the field or grab it 
uh, gets to uh, keep that uh, gets to reduce a card on their side, uh, or take the card up, and they get to slide one of their cards over to the opponent. I have heard of this, and I have. Is it kind of is it a few years old, or is the season three the newest season that just came out? Season three is the newest one that came out. Uh, it's been out, uh, I guess, for maybe about four years. I think three or four years. Um, so they I'm not had sure like how a fast they've been dubbing it, uh, but it's it's been out for at least three years. Um, okay, and yeah, I it's pretty good. Seeing something like this, I, I thought it was interesting because it's like. Isn't there like a girl that's like really good at it, but then there's like another girl who's like insanely good? No, I remember this. I remember this. Um, yeah, I saw like a real life. There's like a real life version of this, isn't there? Yes, they did make a live action movie. Uh, no, but I mean like I like this is a real game that people really play. Oh no, it's 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 a traditional game. It wow, is yeah, okay. up there. It, it's uh, now I wouldn't say it's as you know as highly cla- uh, classed as chess, but it's a traditional classic game. So you know those who like Go or Shogi, um, you know uh, Shogi being the Japanese chess and Go being a much more complicated board of stones, white and black stones. Uh, yeah. You just have to look it up. It's just called Go, Go. Um, so I yes, like it's those classic traditional games. Uh, Karata is a has a you know they have their own you know it's televised and stuff like that too to a certain extent uh not a, you don't really make a lot of money off of it per se but it's uh, admiration you know like you get you get the notoriety of all your um you know a lot of people because it's a it's hard essentially it's uh and of course this dramatizes this is very much a sports it's in that vein of a sports anime where yeah. uh, they go really deep into it and it's it's they make it accessible enough for those who don't understand it, which is cool. Uh, but at the same time, they'll, uh, you know, they do dr- like they'll draw a match for an entire episode. Uh, but I think it's better than baseball anime because baseball anime will fucking go forever on, on a single inning. Uh, uh, Japanese so, do love their baseball. Yeah. Well, that you know, I mean, I, I love uh, I, I like uh, Ippo, uh, Hajime no Ippo. It's a boxing anime, yeah. but they will do internal monologues so much. It's like a Dragon Ball episode where it's like, wait a minute, no way in hell you just thought all that stuff, or you you said this out loud to your opponent mid punch. Fuck off, because if that was in real time, you'd be speaking like a chipmunk, you know, like the fast forward. <laughs> you know, that's that's what, exactly how it come off. That's what we call anime bullshit. <laughs> that's that's movie magic right it's just you know yeah. it's, they, you know anyways no the it, it's a really it's a really decent one it's season three uh has some weak points in it uh i'm not liking the main female character as much uh i feel that she's given too many um i don't know she's just they're they're giving her too many uh chances i guess as it were um people are showing her a little too much favoritism in my opinion but uh I know uh the and i'm you know there's a couple characters that they follow it's the three childhood friends um one boy whose grand whose father or no grandfather whose grandfather was uh, like one of the crown champions uh so he learned the game from him and he moves away but you know during that they stayed together for a short time he teaches his two friends uh the main female character and uh the other guy character uh and they end up meeting together again in uh they left in elementary school they meet together in high school in the on the circuit as it were um and yeah it's it's a it's it's just entertaining. It's good. I like it a lot. Uh, it's it fits along those anime like um, March comes in like a lion, which is about shogi. Uh, that one's also that one's on Netflix. Uh, March comes in like a lion. Uh, it can be a little heavy at times, but it's pretty good. Uh, and then 
uh, Go. There's a couple of them about Go. Uh, the old one was Hikaru no Go, which was a long time ago. Um, no pun on that one, I guess. Uh, but yeah, there is a. Uh, the, oh, that's been my main watch for you know, my wife and I. And then there's uh, uh, the second season, second season part two of uh, the what's that? Something like uh, the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude dies, gets reincarnated as a slime, uh, and thanks to the power of anime, he becomes super OP. Uh, okay. And he ends up. Uh, he he's in a cave, befriends a, a an imprisoned dragon, and uh, essentially by consuming the dragon whole, uh, he then gets a power boost. But the dragon's still alive. It's just like he's just trying to more or less decode or uh, encrypt, unlock the um, prison that he's in. So uh, as a slime, he like gets around someone and then digests them. So he will, uh, yeah. So he kill. He's killed. Like he'll kill a monster, or and he'll eat it, and he'll gain some of their skills and abilities. Uh, so he's kind and, of becoming like like Attack of the Blob type thing. Just the, kind of, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, as that's how he he's uh, he power levels pretty quick, and then he ends up taking over a town of goblins, and. Uh, he has a high MP. Essentially, he has he has really high magic count, and so he then has the ability to name people. Uh, and by like, if you ever play an RPG, you know you have your regular monster thug, but then you'll have a named monster thug or whatever. And that named one is, of course, a, a, a of better quality. So when he starts naming the, the villagers, uh, they he, uh, it costs MP, but he they end up getting a stat boost and everything and you know it's it's a it's actually a fun entertaining series uh like i said it's you know, technically season two part two so it's like you know four four seasons it feels like okay uh, so are they breaking it up like that yeah essentially they they did uh you know so they, they did part season two part one and they took a hiatus and you know then next time around the season so it's still i guess whatever it, it classifies the season two story arc i guess i don't know uh, but he's, be you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's lighthearted and it's not, doesn't take itself too seriously. I don't really have a lot of time for things that are too heavy handed. Uh, you have to watch too closely. Cause I just, you don't have enough I, bandwidth for that. Yeah. I like, I like things to be a little less, uh, drama, I guess at this time in my life. Um, I don't need anything too weighing, you know, like, you know, I can't, I'm not going to watch a breaking bad at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah. Breaking you know. bad is pretty hard to watch now. Cause it's, I just went back and tried to watch it fairly recently. And I was like, gosh, I forgot how, I mean, even before, you know, even before they start showing you the depressing stuff, just the weight of that show is so depressing from mm -hmm. the jump. It's just hard on you. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of another light one, uh, it's, uh, I'm watching, uh, was it season five of now is my hero academia. Yeah. Uh, so think, uh, a better version of X-Men is about the way it, don't, you know, just shut the fuck up. You don't get to say that. X uh, which X-Men? I do. You mean like the classic, uh, see, like the fact that you have to say which X-Men proves my point. Everything's great. Dude, that X-Men is super fucking hard to watch. Okay. I haven't that, tried. Yeah, that one is fucking bad. Um, it's it's great in its soap opera melodrama. Yeah. But if you have you actually gone to watch it, episode one, they're, they're super heavy on the racial like climate and like it, it's very much early nineties. Uh, 
in the era of like you know much like now police oppression rodney king and all that stuff like oh yeah totally translates to how that i I did try to go back i wasn't serious about trying to go back and watch it but i wanted to go back and i just kind of dabbled in it so went back and watched that first episode and jubilee is insufferable she's just like mom and dad don't understand me i'm a mutie and then she's like oh blood and the sentinel comes in and like blows up the neighborhood and i'm like that wouldn't happen like that. You can't just do that. Like they're going to sue you <laughs> with, without that. Just take that omit. Just don't even think about Jubilee and just listen to the shit that comes out of fucking Wolverine, Jean gray and fucking Cyclops that look, they're that's just the, there's just shit they spew about. Oh, it is so bad, man. Well, I mean, uh, like it's, 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 it's fun. It's, it's, it's a fun show. as a bad watch. Okay. That's how <laughs> yeah. I say nowadays. It's totally great as a bad watch. Um, make a drinking game of it. Maybe. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. I do want to go back and watch it just like out of the corner of my eye. Uh, like, like put it on like while I'm making dinner over a long time. Cause I feel like, cause when I was a kid, I missed a bunch of episodes and I always wanted to go back, but it's probably a little bit too late. I but anyway, I actually I like their second uh, later on. They made um, X Men Evolved, which was like a WB more mo- quote unquote at the time more modern art style. Um, right. That one wasn't bad. Uh, but anyways, uh, then yeah. So you're talking about My Hero Academia season five. I have always I've heard that it's good. I heard a lot, a lot of people love it. Uh, some people. I've listened to say that it's kind of just another one of those, but I'm curious as to, but I do, I do kind of want to go and check it out at some point. I'm curious as to what you think about it. I actually think it's really good. Uh, Season one is a rock solid season for uh, a hero ask or like any of these kind of, it's a Shonen Jump property. Okay. So Shonen Jump being the people who make Dragon Ball, um, I think Hunter, Hunter, uh, things like that. So, you know, it's very much young adolescent, you know, elementary school like boys or middle school boys targeted mostly. Uh, so this one, though, has a great concept of, you know, well, the the X-Men, con- the analogy is very similar, though, because uh, most of the, unlike X-Men in this one, most of the world has powers. Uh, uh, the It's actually a smaller percentage. I don't have powers and they have a. Uh, uh, they have an, they have different uh, all the superheroes are licensed and they have agencies, uh, so they are licensed to take down uh, bad guys and so to become to join an agency or to start your own to be an official hero you have to go to school, yeah. So that therefore you know how to use your powers correctly you know how to do certain crisis situations and all that stuff and they divvy it up between like not just fighting bad guys but also like uh, a search and rescue and stuff like that. So you actually have the you know. They make a they make a they make fun of a, the Universal Studios Japan. I forgot they have a training ground called USJ, uh, but it's it's for crisis management. I forget what the actual acronym stood for, uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 neat that way. The main character is this powerless kid who um, who idolizes the Superman of the series. Um, his name is All Might, and he's this blonde. Uh, big buffy guy who's just like you know he's that traditional um archetype of like i'm mr chin you know i I, i'm you know pretty much all powerful and perfect yeah uh it's great because uh 
all his attacks are American cities followed by Smash. <laughs> <laughs> like, give no, me an example. Detroit Smash. <laughs> uh, like, no shit like that. It's really funny. That's like uh, a good and, like wrestling like character. It's like, pretty good. He his like hair the, does this too like rabbit ear like antenna like comes, uh, so it makes a v like for victory like, uh it's so dumb boston it's so good. smash new orleans smash he he does it's it's um you know okay. i think it's like tennessee ten uh, uh tennessee or kentucky or some shit like that he does uh okay. and it's just it is really funny um he essentially though he uh he's he's secretly no one knows he's weakened and so this kid who's looked up to him, who's powerless, and he's been looking up to him his entire life, happens to discover his secret. Uh, that he, and when he transforms to the, uh, his, his, he's not always, he's like, you know, Superman. Like, you got the buff version, but then you got the dweeby looking guy. Well, it turns out he actually transforms. He's like, you know, this bean sprout of a dude coughing up blood. And he's just all like this gangly looking dude. And it's really funny because my wife loves that version of him because he just looks so funny. Uh, and he passes. He teach. He he finds that you know the kid has heart. He has the uh, despite being powerless, he has the drive and the willingness to try to help people. Uh, and so he decides to try to pass his ability because he can do that. He can pass his ability to a successor, uh, as it was passed on to him. Uh, and that's kind of okay. you know they go. Season one is about him like get doing going through that and doing the montage. So, okay. uh, but the montage is great because it's so much quicker than other shit like in a normal shonen jump or like dragon ball z if you're used to it that shit would take forever just drag on episode after episode it really doesn't it it actually books much faster than uh it takes maybe a few episodes but it moves at a good pace main characters are you know like he's funny he's 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 likable because he's a weak kid he's not um he's not super cocky or anything like that so he's an er you feel like he's an earnest young man yeah. Um, and so that's that's what makes him uh, a likable person. And yeah, it's him going to you know trying to get to school. And the the other seasons, you know, they're, they're not every season's a, you know a banger. Like some of them, they, they have their highs and lows. Uh, this latest season, uh, about half of it's been really good. The other part, like it's the first time, it's like oh wow, these episodes are kind of dragging. Like they're stretching out this one part really bad. I'm wondering how far. I don't read the manga, so I'm wondering if it's getting caught up to the manga, and so they like we have to stretch it out because we need more issues or something. Because that was that's what happens a lot of times with anime. Yeah, is, the, um, the anime always but, outpaces the manga. Oh uh, yeah, and if they're not finished in time, then that's when you have like a um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist uh, issue where like a problem where then the ending half of the original series is very different because they had to kind of they kind of got the gist of it from the creators, but then they're like, okay, we're gonna go and do our own thing with it, and that's why it's. It doesn't match up to the, what the manga finally, you know, and that's when oh the book was better kind of scenario because uh, that it, it's it's differs wildly. Uh, so I'm not really sure. I can't com I can't compare any of that. But the anime is good. Uh, I'll I'll vouch for it. A lot of lot of people for you to pick from and you know like, uh, and it's it's a pretty good dynamic there. So yeah. then I guess the last two of them uh, real quick were um, the Saints' uh, magic power is omnipotent. Uh, okay. that's a long it's so anime a lot of the anime uh, the new trend is what's called isekai which means to be transported or to like to another world essentially okay so huh. um you you can kind of argue like this has been around not just in anime but like you can argue like alice in wonderland is an isekai because yeah. she's literally taken to another world um and taken to another world can mean a couple things in this like technically uh if you've ever watched uh spirited away 
Yeah. That it that would be prime prime example. Um, and you'd either be taken as a as you are now, like boom, you are the same person you are now in your same body, but in a fantasy. Usually it's a usually it's a uh, like a medieval fantasy magic and sorcery kind of world. You know, knights and stuff. Um, sometimes uh, you'll either be transported as whole, like oh, I literally got a portal wrapped around me, and now I'm here. And of course, it's generally like oh, you're the hero of my our land. Um, the popular ones now are you're just a random hero uh, or it's based off a video game, like an RPG. Like, yeah. oh, I play this RPG and now I'm in my RPG world and like I have all the skills of my character. Uh, you know, so um, like uh, there was a bunch of I feel like there's a bunch of movies like that in the 90s, a bunch of like kids movies like wasn't like the like like the lot like the Macaulay Culkin wizard library movie, something like that. Page and then Master, like, I think, is what you're talking page about. Page Master, didn't that? And have I have, I never, I saw it once, and I don't remember a damn thing about it. And then, like, it. Never Ending Story is like kind of like that, and like where isn't he like a normal kid who gets whisked off to the Never Ending Story? Uh, land? Never Ending Story. He only gets taken into the end of the first movie. He was, he, it's actually, he's just reading the events that happen in the other world. It's in the end of uh, the first movie. Oh, uh, that's it. They that's come, it. they he's come in and they grab it. him, yeah. and that's where the second movie is. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's, it's still, you can still, it's, you can relate it to that At kind least of the concept. One. Yeah. So we, uh, so we've had our dabbles with that in, in yeah. American culture too. And so, and then, or the other, the other thing is when you die. Like, uh, I was, I was in a car accident. And or I'm you know and now I'm re, uh, reborn into the other world, but I have all my old memories. So now I have all the I have the knowledge of the, t- the knowledge and the food and all this other stuff of uh, our modern civilization. But now I'm in the old times, and you know now. But I've but now my ma- my world has magic. So I'm gonna make a, a fucking washing machine because I know how to make a washing machine. But I have to. I'm gonna use like the different abilities of magic and you know this low end technology or some some crap like that. You know, it's uh, or I'm gonna introduce modern food like noodles. You know, <laughs> and you know it's or uh, the, how to do crop rotations and stuff like that. That's you know. Uh, so there's a lot of that kind of stuff. So you can either be reborn and then you'll have that. Uh, knowledge is a, is a, the second common one. So you either come as is, or you you're reborn, and <laughs> okay. uh, that's 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 anyways that's what the isekai genre. So like that's uh, what Saint's magic power is om- omnipotent. Is yes, like? uh, that is. Uh, so she is. Um, she's uh, and so the other thing is you're either you're either a high school kid or something like or you're like a corporate slave because a lot of people who are who have the money to like anime are these people who are corporate slaves and so who end up working like super late and that's how they die a lot of times i died of overwork you know yeah. Yeah. or i died by getting hit by a truck which is a meme upon itself by saying you got killed by truck coon so uh because <laughs> truck coon st- strikes again because they make so many isekai that and there is like a large percentage of them that got they get killed by getting hit by a truck and i forget which one but there was one that a dude gets almost hit by a truck and he's like ooh, and then all of a sudden out of the back of the truck a horse jumps out and crushes him and he dies that way <laughs> so they get <laughs> so, like, so they're on the joke yeah for sure um like you know total arrow to the knee kind of you know meme humor um so anyways the uh this one is a corporate slave uh she is 
I don't know, uh, late 20s, maybe 30s. I don't know. Uh, but she's working a corporate slave lifestyle, comes home, and next thing she knows, she's teleported to another world. Uh, but there happens to be, uh, the, tw the twist is, which, which happens a bit, is someone else gets pulled in as well. I'm assuming it's she's in a, she's in the entrance to her apartment. So my bet is it's someone who's above her or below her that in the apartment complex also got beamed up with her. Oh. Uh, and so essentially it's... Uh, one of one of those two could be a, could be the saint, and uh, the prince automatically snuffs her and then chooses the other one. Like, oh, you must be the saint because she's like the high school girl, uh, and it's it's a weird thing. But unlike uh, a lot of these shows where the main character uh, is not is you know very unaware of what's going on, she figures out real quick on how the world works, how things are doing, and uh, you know like she figures her own power. She she's very much. A competent person, and I like that. Uh, that's that is actually refreshing. It's sad to say, you know. Uh, so no, it's it's a it's a good series. I don't want to give too much away about it. Uh, but honestly, it's it's decent. Has a good. She's a good female lead. Has um, it, if I don't know where the source material is, but it very much feels like a a Tome game. A Tome being a uh, a female dating sim, oh, okay. uh, meaning a dating sim targeting women. So usually female main character and you have a bunch of guys to pick from okay uh, yeah so <laughs> unlike uh so a couple of isekai ones also have it now being like oh i'm in this otome game as either the main heroine or now the popular thing is oh i'm the villain so now that means i have to change i am doomed at the end of the story how am i going to fix my doom you know, like uh, storyline uh I see so there so there's a lot of that too uh but in this one Instead of being like, oh, who's going to be the Mr. Mr. Right, you know, uh, actually, they kind of set a good path right off the bat. Like, no, no, this is who she's picking. You see all these other pretty boys and you're like, yeah, I can see them going with one or the other. But no, they're totally picking. Uh, so they, they kind of choose a path for you. And I'm like, good on you. You know, it's not the Tenchi Muyo. Uh, I have all these cute girls and I don't know which one to pick kind of. And I'm just going to be a middling, no good piece of garbage. Uh, uh, and the last one is... Uh, here, um, how a realist hero rebuilds a kingdom, uh, and that one is another isekai. Dude gets teleported over, uh, and essentially this a smaller kingdom is like we we have this ancient ritual to summon a he hero from the other world, and uh, this major kingdom is fighting off like the demon army, and we need to pay reparations. Or like we're like everyone's pitching in, but we don't have a lot of money, so we're offering you. And he's just like, wait a minute, that I'm gonna have to like, how about like, so you just have to make up so much money, right? And once we get that money, we can pay them off for now. And they're like, yeah, he goes, give me like some time to lay. And so he ends up coming up with a plan and selling like how they can change their economy around so they can uh, create funds to pay. And then, uh, so like yeah, he understands economics. And, yes, and he does. How, it, in, in a more like a 21st century kind of way. And they don't understand like capitalism and stuff like that. So he just has to put that in and it's simple fixes to make them money. Yep, exactly. Cool. And so, so he, that's where the, uh, the whole realist person is. Uh, and mm -hmm. so he does stuff, you know, he's like, we need to sell all your all like, uh, treasury, you know, like you have, you have your national, you know, treasure and hoarding, you know, like jewels and shit like that. Sell all that. Uh, but keep like the, keep the actual heirlooms, the historical stuff. You can keep that. All this other glitter and glamour, sell that crap, you know, and, you know, boost your, you know, your coffers. 
things things of that nature. He's like, our people are starving because you aren't growing. You're not growing ve- you know vegetables. You're growing cotton because when the war started, you need to make uh, cotton was a cash crop. But now all the other countries are building cotton, and now cotton ch- prices are down. You know, so he he br- it's it's a very different. Once again, it's very different, and that's why I like it. Um, okay. It's you know. I'm only a few episodes into it, um, but I actually think it's pretty good. And that's that's this you know, that's your anime. I don't know, twenty minutes. That's <laughs> your, your, your anime minute. Oh, that's that's pretty cool, dude. Um, I've also been watching anime. Um, I have uh, been watching one that uh, you mentioned that you had some opinions on, and I'm just gonna kind of say a couple things that I don't like about it and do like about it. And then, um, and then you can let me know what you think about, about that. Um, cause I think we might have some similar things. So I've been watching, uh, anime, a little anime called black clover. And, uh, it, I think it just finished up its fifth season or were, okay. it's like 170 episodes. I think it's over, over now. I think it's completely finished. Um, but I don't know for sure. So if I'm wrong, don't tell me. But anyway, I, I've made it through about the first 20 episodes of that. Um, early on, I was like, I don't know about this main character because all he was doing was screaming. And I do mean screaming Mahote Ninaru, which means I'll become the wizard king. And they still do that, but now it's more cool. Um, so when he's, so oh, those, oh, I'm sorry. So you're, you're watching this subtitled then. Yeah. I'm watching this subbed. So going back to what you were saying about subbed versus dubbed, um, I will try my best now to watch subbed anime. Um, mostly because I want to try to keep, I want to try to keep up, keep up my Japanese and that's like the easiest, you know, free ish way to do that. Um, uh, it's good listening practice. Uh, it's good listening. But you practice. end up learning weird words. Like you end up what learning you just weird said. words, cadence, pronunciation, stuff like that. Um, but like I learned Mahote Ninaru um, because they said that like eighty fucking thousand times, and I learned a couple other words and stuff like that, just in passing. But um, he, like him, being just this annoying little twerp at the beginning really almost put me off the show. Cause I was like, I can tell this is the main guy and he just sucks. But, um, whenever, and like him being like, so it, the premise of the show, if you don't know, cause I guess not everybody knows, but the premise of the show is that it's a world. It's like a medieval type world, um, where everybody, where most people can use magic and the people who can use magic the best, like as a talent, and then who gain it more as a skill, they get to go be what's called magic knights for the kingdom. So they get to go on adventures and stuff like that. So naturally, the main guy, whose name is Asta, Asta, whatever, he wants to be at least a magic knight, and he ultimately wants to become the wizard king, which is the king of all the wizards and it, it just whatever. Um, and the only problem is that Asta can't use magic at all. And he and his, uh, brother, 
who is not related to him, but they're both adopted by this church. So they're unrelated adopted brothers. His brother is a like a magical genius. So every single episode, the show shows you that the brother is like a, a, a magic savant. Well, so, so that is like very infuriating to Asta, but or Asta, but he just keeps trying. He just like keeps trying. And the part where the show won me over was where because like like Asta works out all the time. He just like works like just does push-ups and and setups and stuff. And he's super, super strong, even though he's small. And I was like, this is so dumb. It doesn't do anything if you can't use magic. But the show, the part where the show won me over is that they're all getting their basically their their grimoires or the book that allows them to like really use magic at a high level. And he doesn't get one naturally. And so he's like, this can't be right. Blah, blah. They have to fight somebody randomly. And then his grimoire shows up and his grimoire ejects a magical black buster sword, like a la cloud, a la, Berserk. It's just this oversized, massive sword. And, and then I was like, okay. And then the, the bad guy tried to use magic on him and the sword broke the magic, cut through it. And they're like, uh, and then like in Japanese, they're like, it's a sword that negates magic. And I was like, okay. Okay, I like this because it's like, okay, now you have this whole world where everything operates on magic, but what if you were somebody who could say, fuck that, and has the ultimate defense against magic? Then that person would actually be the most powerful. Um, anyway, so like that part was pretty interesting. Um, the brother uh, is like his friend and rival because they talk about that. And the brother's actually very interesting too. He's sort of like the person that the anime should be about. If it was any other anime, it would be about this guy who's just a natural savant and, you know, all that. And he is actually pretty interesting as a character. I, I, I like him a lot. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it, it, it after that it kind of goes into like it gets kind of tropey in some ways, um, but it, it's it gets it kind of fits into sort of a normal anime loop after that up to where I'm at right now. But it's it's good it's good dumb watching, you know. It's it's uh like it's all right. Um, I I actually really like after that after the first couple episodes they stopped screaming so much. And the main character, Asta, started to be more of a real human being. And they introduced all the other characters. And now I'm like, okay, I I like this show. What do you think, Joe? Show is, um, How far are you into it? You were right when, when you said he called him Asta because he is just ass. He is He's an not ass, a, yeah. He is such an annoying character. Uh, all right, so what happens is in a lot of Japanese anime... Uh, especially shonen and stuff like that, they try. You know, you 
just like a main, just like a real, like a, a real novel or something like that. You want your protagonist to be as bland or as as you know minimalist as possible because that way the reader or the the you know the average viewer you can relate because that's like you and they're like so, a pair of pants. Yeah, that you well, put it's, on. You know, Frodo, there's a reason why Frodo's the most boring person out of the entire group because that way you know or Neo you know Neo is a blank slate because yeah. that is easiest to project yourself onto them yeah. and uh, so when it comes to uh, to Asta he's uh, a lot of these shonen or like a lot of these type of um, properties you know they'll make them these really weak underdogs because everyone likes the underdog story and also uh, it provide it proves that. Uh, so long as you try hard and you give it all your all, you can will it into existence. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that you've never touched a guitar and you're like, you're now in high school, but you too can be the number one rock star or some bullshit like that. And so that happens a lot in, especially with sports uh, stuff, like you're too short for uh, to play basketball or something like that. Or, you know, uh, it's so... I really actually despise that, you know, Dragon Ball does too. Like, I just have to believe and I have to will it. And I'll just more, just do more yelling and screaming. And, and now I'm going to overcome all the obstacles because I have more heart than the other person. Because obviously the person I'm challenging doesn't want to win as much as me. And that's why I have to win. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, but so that's like, very relatable. Like, 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 I know what you're talking about. And I... Um, in this world, I can kind of forgive it because it's a magical world. So there, and there's like prophecies and stuff. So I'm kind of like, okay, when there's stuff like that, I, and I am a sucker for that stuff. I like, like one of my, like, like one of my favorite scenes is when, uh, in the original Disney animated Mulan, whenever she figures out the, like, like the making the weights into a way to climb the pole. I was like, holy shit, I'm a sucker for like that. And that kind of thing is sort of what's going on in uh, Black Clover because it's like he's doing all these push-ups, he's super strong, and then he gets this big damn sword. And then in the, the next couple episodes, people try to hold the sword and they're like, they like he like hands it to him and they like immediately almost drop it because it's so heavy. And it's like, okay, so he's really strong and that's all he needs to be is just really strong to hold this damn sword and just use it. That's like all that he's for. Um, and then, yeah, his character has kind of blanked out a little bit. You know, he has become more just like this, like he doesn't say as much at all. Um, but like, like I just like that he is a, he just doesn't quit. And I'm, I know, I know, I know. All the anime boy, all the little anime boys are just like that in all of the anime shows, but the, the but because he was so annoying at the beginning, and I really almost turned it off. Um, and then it was like j like he just kept trying hard, and it just won me over because I was like, okay, you're a little piece of shit, but like that's also kind of why I like him because he's not he's not like likable. He's annoying. So I gave <laughs> I gave it a good watch. Um, How far'd you get? Uh, I made it to the first the dungeon, the completion of the first dungeon they went to. It's um, about where I'm at. Where, yeah, so uh, it just wasn't, I just, as a whole, I didn't think it was very good. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people who like it, so I, I'm probably the outlier on this one. Um, 
Uh, it was just there was something you know. Once again, I'm not a big fan of the uh, gambarimas. You know, like uh, I will do my best and you know go. You know, I. I just I can't get behind that because that's not like that's not how that works. You're too pessimistic, um, <laughs> dude. I don't care. You you all of a sudden get into you you fucking get into boxing right now, and then you just try really hard and you montage the shit out of the next six months, and then you too can then overcome your rival who happens to be the current champion. Like, nah, dude, that ain't. Um, and yeah, so I mean, there's Asta, limits. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so Asta's, um, you know, uh foster or whatever like you know brother that dude i don't remember his name uh you probably said you it know. but i forgot it i, I haven't oh, said yeah. it yet but it's that's you, right it's you know that's right because we fucking uh we laughed so hard because there was the old reddit cartoon thing of what if uh uno was made into an anime <laughs> and it's a real it's like someone just it's really sketch drawing if i remember correctly like someone just penciled it out uh just a couple scenes and then they talk they talk really loud over it like over exaggerated um and they kind of do this uh, Yu-Gi-Oh vibe to it. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, and now, like, he th- he just put down the red card, and he's not going to expect this one. But now I'm going to pull the skip, you know, and like, yeah, uh, it's like, oh, but he's not going to expect because no, I have the reverse. Oh, well, I'm going to reverse it again. Like, you know, it's like, I think and my then friend showed me that in college. It is such a stupid thing, but it's really funny. And uh, the main character was uh, like, you know, was what they called him because it was Uno <laughs> and it was Yu-Gi-Oh. So, you know, watch out. He's going to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, so that's why when we heard it, his voice or his name, it was so fucking funny. Um, that dude is by far the cooler one of the two. And I would rather watch a thing about him. Yeah. I mean, um, they kind of like they have him in it enough to where you're not like he's not the bad guy. You know, uh, no, he's most definitely he, like you, you can go to one of two ways with it, right? You can either go, he's he's a um, you can either go with a childhood friend turned bad guy, uh, but no, he's he's actually a good dude who understands uh, his you know, uh, Asta's like potential and he, he's pretty stand up, uh, but yeah, just, you know. so I will say that, like, oh, I, I did have a um, I just thought of a prediction, so my prediction without having watched the show or looked up anything about it is that since you know is like the most powerful naturally most powerful magic wielder and asta is the most like and asta like negates magic polar opposite yeah polar opposite i think what they're going to do at the end and they both want to be the wizard king is that they're going to be a dual wizard king at the end yeah they'll show the, yeah i don't know for sure but i agree they'll 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 them sharing the throne total possibility um, yeah so i'm gonna so I, i'll the other thing i was gonna say is that like this show i have been giving i've given the show the best possible slot in my time to watch it because i don't watch it with dinner i don't like i don't like sit down and just and just like watch it like i have it on Crunchyroll. i, I download episodes i pull them up and i just watch it on my phone while i'm shoving food in my mouth and it's like, I'm at work. I'm not really going to do anything else. I'm not really going to, I'm not going to watch a movie. I'm not going to put it, put a good, a good show on. I'm, I just need something to, to, to like do while, while I eat. And so the expectations are super, super low. And so it's fitting right into that. It's probably why I have a little bit of a, of an inflated like uh, enjoyment of it, maybe. All right, 
I'll have two more things to say on it. One, the only good thing to come from the whole series is uh, a joke between uh, my wife and I because they have this one side character who fucking does the laugh. Uh, and in the English, it's ha-ha. <laughs> I don't know what it is in Japanese. It's I don't probably remember ever that. It, he's, he's the dude who you meet in the market. He's like, um, he's during the tournament, after the tournament, uh, they're in the black market area. He's a recurring character. Uh, okay. But he, he he's this pompous dude. And he always, but at least in the English version, he's just like, he just does this laugh, like, ha-ha. You know, it's just, it's so fucking dumb. And- uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's you can mock it easy enough, and so I, I've done that. I do that from time to time, just out of doing something. It's it's not quite the Mickey Mouse, now, you know, like fucking thing, but it's it's pretty fucking close. In Japanese, I don't remember that, so it may not they may not have gone with that flurry. But there he is, has to have a laugh, dude. There's no way ja- Japanese people love to have the laugh. I'll, so I'm, I'm curious. I'll look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll you're gonna make me look this up, but I'll try yeah. to find it. But there is one character, and I'm sure it's been done before. But I just think he's so funny, and I have to watch the subtitle because you can't hear him otherwise. And it's that the goth guy, and he just he like talks super high. He like talks super low. And he always says like what he like. They're like, we're gonna go to the market. He's like, I want to come too. And they, like, if he just talks so so quietly, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of other animes have done that, but I just, I just laugh every freaking time. <laughs> it's, it's so uh, stupid. It's, it's one of those things that I think it's because I've watched so much anime that it's I've become. Uh, so the other part, the other part that's come from this is when we were watching it. This was totally what we consider our palate cleanser. Um, okay, yeah. After watching so much anime, like every now and then we'll watch, we'll start to watch a bad anime. Something that like, oh, dude, this is this is kind of what like this is the scouring pad that rubs your brain raw and then lets you accept <laughs> other stuff. So then next time you watch something that is you, because you become so jaded and so like you're like, oh, something that's good. You'll you'll be like, no, dude, that's shit. But like, no, no, I've watched something that's bad now. So now that I watch something that's just okay, I'm like, you know what? That's better than I would have probably given it because I've only been staying up on here my elite cloud, watching only the like the cream of the crop. And now I'm like, oh no, no, I've 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 consumed this garbage. And yeah, man, that was bad. No, uh, it it really wasn't. It brings as you bad back down to reality, so that yeah. you're like primed now to accept good anime again. Um, yeah. You know, so, I mean, like I said, I see its merit and I understand why people like it to a certain extent, but it's just that I could not get behind that main character. He just annoyed the shit out of me. And then it's, I don't know, I just feel like there's so much other anime that did similar. And because time is so pressing, that's, we made, we gave it a good watch. We watched like, I don't know, a dozen plus episodes because we made it to the first, the end of the first dungeon. And somehow or another, we fell off, started watching something else, and we never turned back. Yeah, I mean, if you like, if you got to the end of the first dungeon, which I think that diamond guy, right? Yeah, because it was the other country. Yeah, the other country was also invading that dungeon because it yeah. was right on the border. So, like, that's uh, I'm just past that part. So you made it like deep into the second season. So that's that's plenty enough to know if you're gonna like it or not. But I will say, um, so I was I was watching that, and then I went and watched another anime that I didn't. That I, I didn't put on the docket, but I'm going to talk about it real quick. Um, I started watching, rewatching Cowboy Bebop and going from, going from Black Clover to Cowboy Bebop um, is just fucking insane. But like 
Like g- going from those two, going from one to the other, uh, I just pine for that that '90s anime. And of course, Cowboy Bebop is among the best, but like the animation is just so much better. Um, that old style. I mean, I know they were still using they were using computers a lot then, but they were so much closer to like cell shaded. They weren't. I was say they weren't really back then because you're talking about 2001. 98. Um, yeah. So and the computer no computers weren't being used. Uh, it was a lot of that was still hand drawn cell animation. Really? Um, even dude, for uh, even 98. Windows 98 was not like capable of producing quality. I get. I mean, uh, I guess in Japan, I know that, like, I know that, like, the like the Little Mermaid was like the first uh, time back for Disney to really come back into like feature length animation and stuff, and that was in '91, and they were using computer assisted drawing. So I just assumed by '98, they're they had to be doing some just with more powerful machines. Because um, Japan was, well, Japan was used still very primed into the, um, uh, the old ways. Because Japan's very stubborn yeah, on tra- change, changing, yeah. and so they were still doing a lot of hand drawing. Because you were able to buy cells, like uh, animation cells of a lot of anime that up oh, until uh, the early two thousands. Um, so that was that. You know, that's kind of how it was. Uh, and then, unfortunately, when they finally really started getting into uh, CG. You get a like now it's they love using CG and when they do it on people it looks like hot garbage. Uh, it is the most stilted, like Pixar one, like Woody, his stiff like uh, movements. Yeah. That is very much what they do, and they do that because it's cheaper in a lot of ways. So they'll do that for mob characters. Like you need an army behind you, and so you literally have a blank face, like literally no face, uh, per like army of people just running and they'll have a sword and a shield and you'll just be like running with their arms like uh uh was that um uh nutcracker style or something like that just very stilted robotic running down in hordes of people and it's really bad oh, or they'll use it they do it a lot of um in the idol stuff okay so uh, uh i'm trying to love live i think love live uh they'll use so they'll use uh computer drawings uh so, or they'll use a cell do the cell shaded so it's um for the normal drawings but they'll actually use 3d modeling uh for the dances and it looks so bad um mm. it's 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 very it's very robotic because they're all like you know it's not a natural fluid movement um and it's just like it just it you can tell it's the, it's the um uh, i forget what you call it not the um uh the uh, when you when you see that disconnect between uh, a machine and reality or a real person, the uncanny valley. Yeah, that's exactly it. The uncanny valley. You yeah. you really notice that when it comes to their animating of people. I support it when you're doing something like I'm going to animate a monster uh, or yeah. scenery. Uh, that's fine. So you're talking but, about uh, like like computer generated animation. Uh, that's both. not. Um, that's uh, not they, 2D. Um, because now now almost everything they do is uh, computer drawn, like drawn up with computers and. Uh, you can tell that cell shadedness of it, uh, but that uh, that's okay for the most part. But they rely when they actually do real CG. That's when it's really bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like it, that's kind of what turned me off of anime. Whenever, like in the mid two thousands or late two thousands, 
is I was just like, man, everything is going to that look that, you know, that CG as shit look and watching Cowboy Bebop just like, I'm going to look up and see how much I want to look up how much computer they were using. Cause I know they, they had to be using a little bit, but, but because I do see some, there is some very uh, do it for bad. the warp gates, the warp gates, they the actually do gates actual, are very like, bad. So I was going to say that like, like the, the CG that they do use, I know is like in the warp gates and some of the space stuff. And that looks pretty horrible. But, um, but like, as far as like the like individual drawings, the music is fucking amazing. It's so perfect. It's just so authentic and it all fits and it's all weird and different. Um, and the voice acting, like I've always wanted to go back and watch, uh, the Japanese, uh, version like, like subbed, but like, uh, and I, I will do that, but like, man, those American voice actors, like I know their mouths don't always fit right, but gum, do they fit those characters perfectly? Like every single one of those characters, especially the main three, you know, jet spike and, and Faye, they're so cool. They're just cool. Like Fonzie is cool. Like they're just, they just have it. And how about Ed nine aren't cool, man. What? I said Ed nine aren't cool. I like, I like Ed nine are they're, they're cool, but they're not cool. You know, no, for sure. It like, especially for the time it just oozed, you know, uh, coolness. There was nothing of the, nothing really out there that hit mass appeal at like this. And I think a big part of it was, um, uh, was that, uh, Yoko Kano, uh, who's the yes. composer, uh, of, and you know, with the band, uh, seatbelts, um, yep. that music, you know, like the opening song tank, uh, is legendary. Uh, there's a reason why it, no matter what, like generation you can just you know like uh any new fan so long as you like sci-fi um you're you know and even if you don't like sci-fi you know it's like it's honestly this is almost anyone can watch it and enjoy it yeah. um so and you know they it's just it's a it is a classic for a reason um so that's i honestly think that's great uh i understand you thinking that animation of that you know, era and i do love that animation of the era uh, i also feel personally i feel nostalgic that kind of nostalgicness for um, anime of the eighties. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really good. And that was straight up hand drawn. It's just like, Oh, oh it looks so good. Like the, the early mock-ups of, um, like ghost of the shell and stuff like that. The actual, the manga drawings of that stuff. It's, I really love that quality art. Um, I feel that they they lost a lot when they've started doing, you know, going to more computer stuff. Uh, not everything is, is that way, but you know, you can actually see different, uh, every like five maybe ten years you can see the art shift yeah uh and so like uh, like miyazaki has i think miyazaki has probably the best um way of of doing it and his thing was always no more than 10 percent of what we do can be computer um not anymore that's that went out the window a while ago (laughs) i i mean like i have watched some uh some of like, I watched this little documentary, I think it's called the never ending man. And it's just about like, it's just about him and like a project he was working on. And, you know, they were using a lot more computer, I guess, but like, but like a lot of the, like a lot of the, a lot of the preliminary stuff was done by hand. 
And I think that that 10% rule, even if he's broken it, which he probably has, I think that 10% rule is probably about right. Maybe as much as 20% because like, because like it, it's just, it looks so much better when s- some of it is done by hand. Uh, I agree with you. Like a good, uh, like a good chunk from, of it. From spirited away bef- from before uh, and earlier follows that rule. Uh, yeah. After spirited away, uh, that's when things get dicey. I'm pretty sure Ponyo, which was like a, a different take on the little mermaid. I'm pretty sure that that probably broke the rule. Um, and I think they're doing an all CG one now. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's so old now and people, well, he, he didn't, I think he stepped down and his son was been taking over for a while. Yeah. And they, um, dr- they drove away. I mean, I don't want to get into too much in this, but it's, it's just so interesting to me, but like they drove away. Um, the guy that did your name and weathering with you, who's like, he's like the new, the people are saying he's the new Miyazaki, which I mean, he's very good, but his stories are not really on the same level. Um, but he like worked for Studio Ghibli, and in true Japanese fashion, they wouldn't let him do anything that he wanted to do, and he was like, "Fuck this shit," and he like bailed out of there. But like, and that's like why like Ghibli is kind of going away. But like, um. Uh, like you were saying about Ghost in the Shell, I do know that Ghost in the Shell did use computer stuff. Um, because animation for sure. That's what made it really cool at the time. Because they had to, because like there's a part where there's a person who goes to type on a keyboard and their fingers split into like 20 different robot fingers and they type and like they couldn't have done that. Or I mean, you could have, but like it just would have taken an insane amount of time. And see stuff like that, it's like, okay, that little scene you know, computer speed it up. It only takes like two seconds and you're so wowed by it that you don't really stop to, you can't really stop to look at it. That is like perfect for like computer stuff. But anyway, I've just been rewatching uh Cowboy Bebop and it's, it's such a good show. I am enjoying it all over again. Um, There's never a wrong time to watch it. I mean, really it's, it's always yeah. good. It's always in season. It's always good. It's always good. Um, but uh, switching from that back to um, live action stuff, uh, I watched uh, Free Guy in the theater. Um, this is a movie that uh, is about a uh, NPC in a video game that becomes sentient essentially, um, and the and uh, hijinks ensue. Um, it's pretty good. It's a kids movie. It's silly. It does have some pretty good adult humor that they mat that they hide very, very well. Um, and like, it's pretty, it's pretty much just a popcorn movie. Um, Ryan Reynolds is uh, the main guy, but he's kind of bland. They let him be funny, but they really don't, they really kind of neuter him. Honestly, he doesn't really he like he says the lines and he does the part, but like uh, there's a lot of other characters that are doing the like heavy lifting acting. He's sort so of. So would you? I'm sorry. So would ahead. you say that he's more like um, the main guy from uh, the Lego Movie? That kind of you know personality. I don't even remember who the main guy from the Lego Movie is. I just remember Batman. Um, so probably. <laughs> Yeah. So he's, he is sort of a blank slate, you know, cause he, but, but it kind of makes sense cause he's just an NPC. Um, but it, it's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good story. 
um, being someone who's into video games and that world, um, it kind of over explains things, but I like, you know, to me, but I'm like, I get it. I get it. You know, there's going to be some people in here who, who don't, who aren't in this world. Um, that, and it has a bunch of, uh, Twitch mega stars and a couple of YouTube like mega stars who comment on it, like in the movie and those scenes stick out really, really, really badly. Um, yeah. and they're really I annoying bet. because those people are really annoying. Um, cause these are people who are like, I mean, they've got, you know, freaking millions and millions of subscribers. Um, so those, but they try to keep those things pretty like tucked away, but they're pretty constant too. Um, it's all right. It's, it's pretty good. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say if you've got a decent TV, I wouldn't say go and, and see it in the theater, but whenever it comes to like video or video, whenever it comes out on streaming, um, it would be worth getting a bag of popcorn and watching it on, on like a, like a Saturday night or something. I think it's, it's all right. Um, yeah, but- I actually was interested in watching it. I'm, you know, I think it's, um, uh, I think it's just dumb enough, you know, yeah. humor. Uh, but at the same time, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it was at least a clever take, but hearing, I didn't know about the streamer bit, but I'm like, that kind of made me roll my eyes. Cause I was like, geez, it's really uh, not that much. I mean, they just pop in, but they pop in throughout the movie, probably about three or four main, like it, times where they, they like, cause it's news. Like, cause the streamers are reacting to what's happening in the game. So they're like, that they're like five streamers and they all have a take three times in the movie, something like that. Okay. Um, well, just um, because you were wondering, uh, so Emmett is the name, I believe of the Lego movie uh, main person and who's voiced by Chris Pratt. Okay. Who's also going to be the new, uh, we'll get to that. Of... We'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah. Don't spoil okay. it. <laughs> Even though everybody already knows. Don't spoil it. We're going to talk about that. Um, so anyway, just cutting through the rest of free guy. Like it's, it's good. Um, it's, it's a good dumb fun. Don't expect too much. The other movie I watched, uh, is a movie called Kate on Netflix. It just came out probably two weeks ago. Uh, I think, um, it's about, it's a Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, who was in first time I ever saw her was in, uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And then she's been in a lot of other stuff since then. She's actually a pretty good actress, I think. She. What does she play in Scott Pilgrim? Uh, she's the girlfriend. Um, okay. All right. She's like the main chick. She's uh. Yeah. Ramona, I think, is her name. Um. So. Anyway, so this movie is about uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, is a uh is an assassin, um. And it all takes place in Japan. And so she is hired by the Yakuza, uh, but she doesn't know it yet, really. Um, But she's hired by the Yakuza to take care of things, and I guess that's why they live in Japan. But her handler, the person who raised her, is Woody Harrelson. Um, And... uh, that dynamic is okay. He's not in it very much. You can tell that he probably did all of his, all of his scenes in like a day or maybe two. 
um, because it, it, it's short and sweet. But he does do the Woody Harrelson. You know, he does like I didn't feel like he mailed it in. I felt like he was like, okay, I'm here. I'm Woody Harrelson. I'm gonna say the lines the way the way Woody Harrelson says the lines, and it was good. It was fine. Um, but this movie, um, just because you know, you and me. We are more familiar with Japanese than most people. So a couple times she speaks Japanese and her pronunciation is pretty atrocious. It's just, it's just strung together sounds. And I was like, I guess that was Japanese, but it's just like, like, like I'm trying to give a good example. Like, like it's when you, it's when you robotically say each syllable, like Konichiwa and like, instead of, you know, instead of saying it's fluid, you know, and it's like, okay, yeah, it's like, arigato gozaimasu. It has a musicality to it. And she's just saying, arigato gozaimasu. And it's like, okay, that didn't really make sense. But, um, it's a good, it's pretty good action movie. Um, I am not gonna go through the whole setup. Um, but it's, it's a revenge movie. Um, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead does some pretty good, uh, kicking and shooting and stabbing. She gets, uh, the shit beat out of her pretty good too. Um, and overall, like it's, it was a pretty good movie. I I was thinking about when I started watching it, I was like, okay, I'm going to probably watch like an hour of this or, or so. And then I'll probably stop it and go do something else. But it held my attention. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. And I wanted to see where it went. Um, it was it, it was good. I, I I recommend it. Okay, uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, you lost me at Woody Harrelson, uh, and then you brought me back with Revenge. So all right. So like, what's uh, your beef with Woody Harrelson? Uh, him as a mentor figure and blah 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 I, is always terrible in my opinion when it comes to like I like him as an actor. Uh, you know, uh, was it Zombieland stuff like that? Funny as hell. Oh, he does. Yeah. He has. A lot, he has a really good catalog. But when you when you start when you throw him in something stupid like uh, Hunger Games, um, you know the alcohol the, the the super alcoholic that magically clears up within not even a scene it's just like i'm really drunk and the very next scene now i'm sober and i'm going to teach you the ways of the you know to kill uh, and i'm like it's it's super bad uh, i do not he's not very good at that kind of role yeah. in my opinion um but also you know, it's not it's not his fault it's the way it's written i'm like he has some say in it he's fucking woody harrelson well uh, i mean like like if you write him that way, you do kind of neuter what he's good at, which is, which is like the, uh, you know, white men can't jump slash, um, uh, double tap. What am I trying to think of? Zombie land, you know, that like he has this wet, this biting way about him. That Dude, natural born so killers. Good. I mean, yeah, he yeah. is, he, you know, he is uh, a classic in a lot of things and he's done, you know, uh, but you know, I, you know, personally, I didn't like hunger, hunger games in general. So when I saw him there, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, and he's a terrible person. In that. So yeah. that's why, you know, it's like, it was like, maybe he'll save. No, it won't. Just like, um, Donald Sutherland wasted, wasted Donald Sutherland's time. So uh, this movie too, I mean, the violence in the movie is really good. It, it is some of, some of it's pretty CG'd out, but, but for the most part, it's, it's pretty good. Um, and it's just, there's just a lot of indiscriminate killing a lot of bloodshed um sometimes uh for no reason and all that's really cool but uh speaking of indiscriminate bloodshed um i believe that you've been playing um getting pretty far in a little video game called the ascent 
Yeah, actually, I did end up uh, beating it. Uh, oh, wow. I'm pretty sure I did... I'm trying to think now. I'm pretty sure I did all the side quests, too. Um, oh, wow. So, you really went far. Uh, yes and no. So what it is is uh, I don't have a lot of time to play games. And uh, so uh, I guess overall I'll say I liked The Ascent. That is my general thing is I, I liked it. Uh, it. I really had high hopes for it, I guess, because the... The theme, uh, the, you know, it being cyberpunk, the the sound design was really good. I love the way the gun. Uh, I play with headphones on, uh, but I just I really like the way the gunfire sounded. It was just very chunky and it had a good heft to it. It did. Uh, I played a little the problem. Yeah. Uh, the game is super buggy though. Uh, oh, there's still. Just, uh, yeah. So I dropped my settings down. I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing on a 3080, and it would still like. Uh, when certain transition scenes, it would you know chug just for a bit. So I went from ultra to high, uh, even though my system is supposed to be able to handle ultra no problem. And it, it smoothed that out a bit, and it got to the point where I kind of just got used to some of the chunkiness of it. Uh, there was, uh, they have just a lot of small quality of life issues in that game. Uh, you'll have a you'll get these side quests early on. And half the side quests you physically can't do. Like, here, we'll give you the side quest. And it says what level these side quests are. So you're like, oh, that one's 17, and I'm only level 5. I can't do that, because I'll just get murdered. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and try this level 2 mission. Okay, and then you have to go by these waves of bad guys, and you can you can skirt around them if you know what you're doing, or you just die, and then you try again. And eventually you're like, okay, cool, I got to the elevator. Now I got to, wait, I can't get in the elevator what the fuck why can't i get in the elevator is it is it busted is it glitched um okay let me do this that. other quest yeah. you know and then you go to this other quest and you're like okay and it, it shows that i'm here it shows that i'm here like oh i already looted this spot before i got the quest it's an empty chest was i supposed to get that thing in the chest so fast forward like 10 hours or something i don't know fast forward at least 10 levels minimum um then turns out you then, through playing just the story mission, will unlock the ability to go up the elevator yeah. and go up. So by that time, you're level 15 for this level two mission, uh, and then you're uh, and eventually even further in, uh, you go back down and you unlock the area where like, oh, it wasn't the chest, but the it was actually the space above the chest. There was mm -hmm. a whole new floor that you didn't have access to uh, that you now have access to. And they do a very bad job about showing you where your missions are, like what on the scale of verticality, because this game has a, a lot of layers. Uh, so it, it's terrible at that. Just uh, it's pretty fucking atrocious at letting you know what you can and can't do. Because all the missions that you accept, like, oh, surely I can do this. And turns out, no, you have to wait until you progress through the story far enough. Um, so that part was really disappointing. Uh, I wasted so much time trying to access things that I didn't have to try to access, or yeah. you know. Uh, so I really wish there was some sort of marker, some sort of some sort of other communication, and the map was done and better. Yeah, uh, I mean that seems like a game. I mean, like I can never speak to like how a studio's doing. I'm sure they had to release it when they had to release it, but it seems like a game that they could have cooked for another, you know, th three months or so, and still kicked it out before Christmas. Uh, maybe would have gotten eaten up by the other games, but like it got, it got, got, got good reviews. It got good scores as it is. 
uh, and it already released on Game Pass. Maybe maybe Game Pass was. I think Game Pass is probably what ca- what helped fund a lot of it. So um, they were like, "You need to have it done now." And I don't honestly, it, it, I'm not sure about the size of the team. I'm pretty sure it's not that big of a team. It's They're like using dudes. um, what? It's like twelve people. Okay, yeah. and you know what? Uh, this is one of those things that this is a great first run for them. Yeah. And now I'm excited to see what they'll do because not only, like I said, that there's there's a lot of issues with the UI. There was some clunkiness with, uh, you know, the overall setup. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to list a couple of the bad things before I move on to the things I liked about it. Uh, but yeah, it's just well, just real uh, quick, mo- I I, yeah. I did read just while we're talking about the people, I did read a little bit about them, and they are it's twelve people. And they were veterans. They're all veterans in like video games. So they've come from somewhere else, which I guess if you're going to make a game like this, you're, you're going to, you know, maybe that's not saying much, but now, but I think you're right now that they have this belt or this game under their belt, they will probably make a really good, the ascent Two or maybe something else along the same vein, but their next game probably will be a lot better. Yeah. It's one of the things that this game felt too slow uh, it was because there's a lot of wide spaces and you, you don't, you can't really move that fast. Uh, you can eventually, eventually you'll unlock ability to use, um, you know, these, uh, subway, uh, car fast travel points. And then also yeah. you'll be able to use a uh, currency to do a taxi, uh, to travel to main points. And that's fine. But when you're walking from point A to point B, uh, you can only run so fast, and it's pretty slow. Uh, you have a combat roll, which is I feel slightly faster. And then eventually, I had a slot for a modded slot, which gave me a little zip dash, like so you can kind of teleport and teleport. And that was okay. a little faster. I never took it off because that's my that I use that all the time. I, I I tapped it with my space bar because that was my dodge roll. I don't know if that was how it originally was, but that's what I did. And so I just tap tap and I like I I that's all I did to travel. Um, it was so slow. And that was the, and then a lot of times towards the latter half of the game, I would do whatever mission, and then it was just like, all right, so now go to this other point, which is you have to go from where you are across the map. Down, then you have to go down the elevator, then across to the other map, uh, you know, all the way back to this other side, and then claim, uh, grab the thing. Now go all the way back up the elevator, back again, drop it off, and you know, it got to the point where I ended up getting enough money in the game where whenever I got to a certain spot, I just use a uh, taxi, but the taxi drops you off only in a one spot in the zone that you're in, because yeah. uh, each map has its own zones all connected to each other, and so I would. It just drop you off, but you, you still have to run through the zone to get to wherever you needed. So there was still a lot of running around, and it just it felt really slow. Um, so I guess, but uh, the good parts, the combat was fun when you uh, when you were playing around your level. They do a bad job about indicating uh, where you are. So as far as your level goes, uh, like you can accidentally easily wander into a just. Just, just a little bit to the left. Also, next thing you know, these guys have skulls above their heads, and they just nuke you in like three hits. Uh, it was brutal. I ran into especially that, especially early on. Yeah, I totally ran into uh, that, and I thought I could go through there, and I just like, oh, I'll just go around him, and I got stuck, and I'm, and it saved, and I almost couldn't get out of there. I didn't like the, I didn't like the auto saving, and they wouldn't give you a chance to like go back or something like that. Um, the auto saving and not telling you that they're auto saving was weird. I think that's, that's, that seems to be a new trend in video games that I don't understand. 
Like you need to have a little button saying we're auto saving now, you know, just something. I I feel that they should have a fast save button, like That's just a too. quick save. Just I really think that would they wouldn't have hurt it. Uh, granted. Uh, I don't know, it's, anyways, it's, but the combat did feel good when you're playing with, uh, characters your level, or just a slight, you know, a few levels higher than you, uh, there, there was a good enough challenge, uh, eventually I got, uh, they, they did a bad job about explaining a lot of things too, um, you have a cyber deck, uh, and you can get upgrades for it, and here I am trying to figure out how to buy things, no, it turns out there's, there's X amount in the world, uh, there's more than you actually need. You know, you'll max out before you collect them all. Yeah. Uh, but once you find these, then they automatically apply, and they don't explain. They don't explain to you like, okay, your next upgrade will give you this. Like, it will let you hack doors, uh, level one doors, and the next one up after that will let you hack level one chests. They don't yeah. really explain any of that stuff. I to did. You. I did so, notice that when I would get something, and it would be like, this isn't my loadout that I remember putting in there. It's already in there. I, I just didn't think about it too much but i guess that's what was happening yeah so the cyber deck upgrades automatically everything else you have to manually uh, uh, input yourself okay. uh but i did find um so eventually when i got to like a level two chest unlock i found uh, i went back in, or in one of the starter areas found a chest that i, I wasn't able to um uh, that was locked uh, gated so i went ahead and unlocked it and got a gun that fired like normal rounds but then they kind of did a little homing uh so it was that made it super great. I just had to fire in the general direction, so I pumped all like uh. They don't even explain to you really well that you have special upgrade currency, you know, special uh, things to upgrade your weapons only, uh, and you know a lot of the lore and stuff like that. That's all in text dumps, just fucking yeah. lots of you know. So I'm like, you know what? I really would like to know about this, but I'm not going to read about it. Um. Uh, so what I did is I I found the gun. I upgraded that sucker as far as I could, and then as I kept on doing it, made the game so much nicer. I did like like the shotgun and the uh, basically whatever the assault rifle was. I liked using those in tandem. Um, it kept trying to switch them out sometimes randomly. It would try to switch me away from using one of them, and I could never figure out what was going on that made that happen because I was like, I just want to stick with these guns, okay? Um, but it it was it was cool. I'm glad I didn't buy it. I'm glad it's on Game Pass. It's a perfect Game Pass kind of game where you're it in. It really is. Where you're in and you play it, you have some fun for a while and you're out. They got to get those bugs those bugs fixed. I mean, I'm on a much weaker card than you are, so definitely wasn't and I had the same pretty much the same exact problems. And I think probably at the same rate as well. You and I tried to play two player back when it first came came out. They probably fixed this by now. But that was atrocious. That we could not get loaded. it to work for the life of us. I had to re-download it, and then it gave me the option, but then we wouldn't connect it. Uh, no, that you know that part was really disappointing because I was really. I think that game would be so much more fun when you're playing with other people. We might um, still be playing it. Yeah, you know, we might so, have worked the our way together through the campaign and be t- talking about it at least with like, hey, we had more fun with it, you know. So, I mean, the the reason why I played the game, you know, like, well, it sounds like I'm really uh, like, like I said, the game, I like the game. It's it's a good, it's it's an okay game. I wouldn't say it's, you know, it's one of those things that uh, because it's on Game Pass, I'm like, totally give it a shot. Um, you know, if you feel like bouncing off within, you know, a couple hours, that's fine. Um, I mean, but for me, the reason why I stuck to it is because. After I put my my kid to bed, I don't have a whole lot of time to actually do any gaming before going to sleep myself. Yeah, and so it's literally an idle game, like a game that I can kind of 
do on the background for an, uh, like half an hour, an hour at a time, and just uh, it's simple shooting. It's like the combat is was fun. I had uh, there's a couple of things that were challenging enough, uh, but it was it's like well either that or I can play on my phone or like look just blindly surf the internet. So it was just a way to kind of turn off my brain, and I had a good time with that. That's why I really liked it for that. That was it was good enough, and uh, I think it's uh, you know like I said, I really look forward to what they're going to come out with next because you know the combat was fun, the story, the actual main story was interesting enough. Um, final boss a little disappointing, uh-huh. uh, but no, it's uh, it, it was a, the world they set up, it, and plus the the visuals was really cool. Uh, they actually make a direct Blade Runner reference. Well, the uh, whole fucking thing is, it's like the closest thing to Blade Runner that a game's ever been in my mind. I except mean, for the game Blade Runner. No, probably more than that. Like, <laughs> like, like. I mean, just the way that that city looked, I was like, gosh, this is so Blade Runner. Like this, the grit and the feel, which I haven't played the the game Blade Runner. I'm, I don't. Know. It's it's super old. Oh yeah, it is I, that that old one. Yeah, that's fuck that. Yeah, it's a great adventure game, dude. Fuck that it. game, the late <laughs> game. Uh, I I found the bad guy at the end. He's sitting there giving me a fucking poetry like soliloquy, and I just I just murked him right there. I'm like I I'm like I wonder. I pull out my gun and I I shot him, and my character just went boom. And he's like, I never like long speeches, anyways. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Joe, everybody, that's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, what i was in like middle school when that game came out man still the same um so every kid loves murder so that was the ascent um and another game that came out around that time uh is one that i played i don't know if you ever got a chance to play this 12 minutes um no i haven't i didn't get a chance to play this one lay this on me listed in the docket i have it as 12 fucking minutes so i played this game for probably two or three hours and I got stuck and I, it's an adventure game. You've heard about it by now. It's, it's a time loop game. Um, and you're, uh, gosh, I haven't explained this, but here I can do this one. So, because uh, as someone who hasn't played it, but knows about it enough. So it's literally your, it, the, the vantage point is you're in a tiny room, like one room apartment, essentially, or one room of an apartment for the most part. Three rooms, but and, yeah. Yeah. And so it's essentially, you're stuck in a, in a time loop where, uh, each time you're, you're getting to explore more sides of a certain story. Uh, and it, there's a lot of drama and yeah, it's, I'll let you continue it from there, but with, I'm not, I'm trying not to be too spoilery of, because I've heard a few things. So, so, so basically the, the loop that you'll get in the first 10 minutes of the or 12 minutes of the game is that you're a guy come home you're having dinner with your wife and then a man comes in and arrests you and your wife accuses your wife of murder and then knocks you out. And that's when the loop starts back over again. So like this game, this game, this game. Um, so I got to about that three hour point and I'd probably been banging my head against the wall for probably an hour. Uh, maybe it was like four hours in. But anyway, I'd be banging my head against the wall for an hour and it didn't feel like I was close. I was like, I've tried everything. I've done everything. And so I let the, so then the podcast started to come out about it and I was listening to next lander and I was like, I'm just, and they started talking about, it, I was like, I'm just going to let them spoil it. 
Because I'm just going to, I'm just, I don't care enough. I'm just going to let them spoil it. All right. I'm asking you not to spoil it for me because I, I actually do want to. I will not spoil Thank it. You. But they gave, they, they let me know um, maybe some things that I had not considered. Um, and then they kind of spoiled it. And then another podcast I was listening to super spoiled it. And, <laughs> uh, do you want to know not what happens, but like, do you even want to know what I think of what happens or do you really want to go into I want it? you to, I want to, I want to come back next time. And then I want you to lay it on me because by that time I will have, I will have played, I guess as much of the game as I'm going to play. Okay. I am going to make sure to specifically carve out some time because I've heard uh, the, the way the simplest way is you either uh, I forget who said it. I might have been Giant Bomb, but it's either you play that you played um 12 minutes and you played it as far as you wanted to and loved it, or you played all of it and you really fucking hated it. That was a, some essentially the gist of it. So uh, uh, which makes. You know, it makes me really curious is what it does. Yeah, so I thought I'd tried everything and I had not tried everything and that's kinda of long and short of that. I won't tell you what I think of of the story, how it how I heard it turns out. Um but it was just it, it was just like it, 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 I'll just let you do it. Because I think it's way way more up your alley because you're more of a you played a lot more of those hardcore adventure games growing up and I I, I just didn't really. So I think you're going to probably enjoy or appreciate it more. Yeah. I, I was very much into uh mist the, uh, yeah. the first of them all, which I think is now on game pass, the remastered. I have to double check yeah. on that. Um, huh. y- yeah. So there's, there's mist. Uh, that's what I started on. And then I played games like, uh, some of those old Lucas arts one, uh, day of the tentacle, Oh yeah. Uh that one that one's actually still I replayed that one when they came out uh PS3. Uh that was a lot of fun. Uh the Grim Fandango. Uh I don't actually think I actually ever finished that one, so shame on me for that. Uh yeah. You know, but a lot of those games were you know, um I played the first Monkey Island. Uh so yeah, those games were brutally brutally like unforgiving. Like you didn't uh, you, and those were fucking asinine. You take the bubble gum and stick it to like the fucking quarter, and then that's the screwdriver you need for the bullshit. Like it would like logic leaps that you never make. Yeah. But it, what you do is you click on every motherfucking thing and try. Will this combine with this? No. Now let me try this. No. This. No. This. No. Oh, this one worked. Okay, great. You know, and yeah. it's and then then you use that item on everything in every scene, and you go to the next room. Does it work here? No. Next room, and then yeah, it's that those were a test of real patience, but you had nothing else better to do, you know, when you're a dumb elementary school kid. Yeah. So speaking of games that are circular and have no point, um, I've also been playing uh, a gotcha game, um, which I try to avoid like the plague typically, but this one um, is up my alley. It's a game. uh, It's called near reincarnation. And it's a it's a in it's a game in the series of near automata and most recently uh near uh, what's the other one called uh it's a, the remake Damn yeah it's it. the sequel of just plain near it's the other it's the other story it's yeah. um i'm going to kick myself i can't think of it cuz i feel like it starts with an r2 but anyway replicant near near 
near replicant uh, yes, is the other that one, was the Japanese version of near yeah which I plan to play uh, in the near future it was it went on sale that game went on sale uh, replicant went on sale uh, last summer I didn't make the move on it because I didn't have time for it so I'm sure it'll be on sale again um, hopefully 40 bucks and I'll I'll jump on it then because I really enjoyed near automata this game near reincarnation it's a gotcha game um and so that's kind of disappointing but i haven't spent any money on it i don't plan to ever i'm only going to go as far as i can i think um and then jump off of it but like it's little it's it's got kind of battles that are contrived and it's got story it's got these little little tiny vignette stories centering around three characters right now um, and basically you're walking around through this main world and you come upon, um, different obstacles and then you go into a battle or you go into a story mode. And then the story mode is like a, basically like a paper cutout, um, animated thing. So you don't see faces really. You kind of just see silhouettes and you can see the people like you understand who you're looking at. And it's kind of just this sort of avant-garde sort of paper cutout animation. And they're short little stories and they tell a little bit and they're pretty interesting. They're, they're like, they're, it's like, it's a mobile game. I should say, um, I guess gotcha game doesn't, I don't know if gotcha game explains that enough, but it's a mobile gotcha game. Um, and the stories are, they're super short and fairly interesting. Um, and then it go, you go into a battle and it auto battles for you, but you have some choices you can make. Um, and, um, it's, it's all right. Like it's, it's exactly what, you know, I want out of it, I guess, as a gotcha game, I'd prefer it to be an actual game. Um, that has like a story that you progress through and you don't have to click on like sign in every day, um, for bonuses. Um, but so that's kind of really like all, all like all that that is. But um, it's interesting because like it's an interesting thing because Near decided to do it, um, and it's pretty like it's a pretty game. It sounds good. Uh, it's kind of weird in that Near way, and it's just kind of fun. But the last game I'll talk about um, is a is a, a is a real game. Um, this is a game that just came out. Uh, last right, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm gonna stop right there. So, just to let you know, the um, uh, if you are a fan of near near replicant and near automata, uh, this cell phone game uh is legit canon. Um, okay. So it is a part of the same uh series because uh Yoko Taro loves to do canon shit in the most weird ass way so there's legit near canon um uh stuff in his D, uh in the uh event for final fantasy 15 uh the mmo uh so he he's doing special content for that game and his stuff is that stuff uh there's some text in there which is also canon so he makes really? everything canon oh yeah he 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 has done like Drakengard. Single... I heard that like everything goes back to Drakengard or 
as far as Dragon Guard, Guard. Uh, Dragon Guard three, one of the endings uh, introduces helps. In, uh, or I think something like that helps con- uh, connect to Dragon Guard one, which Dragon Guard one ending like C or D is what causes the world, to, the plague world, to happen in a near, uh, which is the disease that she has in the original near game, the sister character, uh. oh, sister slash daughter character, because it's um the the near replicant. Uh, if I remember correctly, America got near, yes, which is with the dad character, yes, uh, and near replicant was the Japanese version, yes. uh, which had instead of having you're it's the same game you just play instead of as a dad you're playing as the brother of the sick person sick girl, and uh, the other difference was in Japan, it was PlayStation got uh, the uh, the one with the brother and Xbox got the uh the one with the dad because right uh that's kind of like they're the target demographic japanese people you know and women women love that game i uh, like the pretty boy but also you know like the western audience wouldn't didn't want a pretty boy because we know how that went with uh, middle gear 2 uh so we want the rough man rough gruff man so that's why we had the dad character in that was uh, very much the time you know that like video game characters were like all muscled out and stuff at the time. Yeah. And now uh, things have kind of changed around. Oh, for sure. Uh, but that's, uh, that's kind of the, that was the target at the time. That's why when, when they remade it or they brought out uh, to the, you know, to the West now, the, the, uh, the quote unquote original Japanese character. Uh, but yes, uh, they, he, uh, Yokotaro loves to do. So the, um, the sister, she has, she's, she has this disease. That disease is the more or less the fallout of the god being killed or whatever in Drekengard one ending like three or four, uh, because yeah. they portal into they portal into our world. It's it's fucking mental how much how deep this rabbit hole goes. I watched a long video about it. There's there's stupid um single there's one off plays stage plays little tiny things that only and they have those are canon like those are sides they talk about side characters yeah and those are fucking canon um like he he made an art book and the art book had a couple pages of dialogue fucking canon um see like, i respect that i really respect that i mean that's I like do, but i want it to be accessible that i mean i don't like it doesn't have to be a fucking frog fractions two and three like level of hunting it should like it, you can make you can make all your weird shit on the sides make all your spin-off properties you can do your like you know, whatever, that's fine. Just make it so I don't have to fucking like, you know, turn over just I want it accessible. So that's why I'll just I'll let other people do the legwork and come and they out will. with you know. They will do it. I mean like I respect Yokotaro for that. This game definitely feels like you could, you know, um uh like I don't know any of these characters um from from Near Automata. I'm maybe they're in another one of the games, but it, they do. They are interesting. Uh, for a gotcha game, they're really interesting. Um, but like they like their story is fine to run its course, and it doesn't look like it would necessarily ever affect anything to do with the with the mainline games, um, except maybe a little bit here and there, just to hint at them. You know, it's it's perfectly like there's enough room in the like in the universe for them to sort of just run on their own parallel path. But it's it's interesting. It's um, I actually would like to understand then 
how this like the premise of this game because you're a little girl walking through what they call the cage and you're freeing you're putting the story you're you're like freeing the story from inside of these like like statues and that's what and in, in, that's what starts the battles and uh, yeah and you're playing in you have different settings with different characters um I I saw I saw a little bit of review on this back when it was still uh, Japanese release only. Yeah. Uh, a big uh, the, a big near fan was uh, going through it and kind of playing it with limited not you know, like kind of forced translations. Yeah. So it was really it wasn't really uh, that well like, but it it looked really neat. The art style was neat. It was kind of like uh one of, like one of the characters is like uh, kind of like a cowboy setting or something like that, and it, it has almost a a paper silhouette uh, look to it. Yeah. Uh, like the cowboy guy, he is like a mummy cowboy, is the the best way I could describe it. He has like a cowboy hat and he talks real gruff and stuff like this, but he has bandages over his torso up to like his all around his face, even um, and they're stylized and stuff like that. So he looks pretty cool. Um, but and like the the girl character looks like a two or two B, um, in but a little bit slightly different. Um, she has a robotic leg and arm and then the boy character, I haven't gotten as much of a good look at, but he looks pretty cool too. He's kind of has a weird, it's, I call it like a dress, but it's more of a coat. And anyway, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's a definitely a lot of good stuff for a gotcha game. I keep saying, um, I don't know how long I'll uh, play it. And, and for the few people who don't know what a gacha game is, gacha is just uh, is a the Japanese gumball, or it's like the you know the toy gumball machines. Um, so they call them gacha, as in like it's a roulette chance of getting a character or getting a thing that you want. And so any cell phone game uh, that has a chance to uh, a random chance to get a, a different character, and like the, there's different quality of characters. So oh, you want to get that really that really cool one, uh, and there's a gamble. It's almost a gambling chance. Uh, it's that's that's kind of the gotcha. It's um, it stands for those gumball machines essentially, and it's literally to catch you know Pokemon catching them all. You know you you got you know so it's. Uh, when so that's what it is. Is you got you have your you get additional characters in this game, uh, and it's you have you usually have an in-game currency that you can spend to unlock these characters. Uh, but also, if you run out of that currency, they you can then use real money to buy that game in-game currency that to try to unlock those characters. So if you were really bad luck with uh, RNG. Uh, then this isn't for you know. Then you may not want to play this. And they've got uh, packages. I mean, they got packages. You know, like five bucks or three bucks, three bucks. But they have stuff all the way up to like eighty dollars. And I'm, I was like, yeah, of course it's a gotcha game. So they're gonna have that. But I was just like, I can't imagine spending that much on this. But I guess it's just gonna keep going in perpetuity, and or for a very long time. And they're just gonna have a lot of tiny little you know, weapons and they have a couple, they have a couple of different characters that I don't have. And I wonder if eventually the storage is going to be so few and far between that. If you want any more of the game, you're just going to have to start to pay for it, which I'd rather yeah. just pay 20 bucks, man, just pay 20 bucks for a phone game and it ends, but money, I guess. Yeah. So, so like, um, totally different from that though is a, a game I really want to talk about the most, and that is Eastward. 
It just came out uh, last week, I think. This the new Chucklefish game? Yeah, from Chucklefish. Um, I don't know what else they've. I know I've heard that Stardew. That, oh, that is. So that guy did Stardew. Yes, that guy uh, started uh, ape Chucklefish. Ape. Okay. Uh, some something ape. Uh, ape something was is the creator of Stardew. Chucklefish is the company. So I'm not sure how exactly if these guys made or if they're just um, producing, if they're just funding it. So that part I'm not unfamiliar with. Um, well, when because the- they, they started they started producing games. You know, they started funding other projects. Uh, so their name's getting attached to other things now. This might be that because because Chucklefish is the first name that comes up, and there's a bunch of other studio names that come up. Um, at least like three others, I think. Um, so I think that they're probably the, the, the publisher sort of, yeah. um, um, they it's, it's a, um, and it doesn't f- seem like I haven't played Stardew Valley, but I've watched a lot of it be played. It, it doesn't seem like a Stardew game. It's not like that. It's not in that vein. Um, so this game and the answer is yes. Uh, so they, so they published uh, Stardew and they published uh, Eastward. Uh, the guy who created Stardew was a uh, concerned ape. Uh, they also published. Uh, I'm seeing if there's anything that really st- that just stands out to me. They helped as far as game development. Uh, Starbound. So that old uh, like it was a 2D. If I remember correctly, that was the 2D uh, Minecraft. Uh, it was like you move left to right. It was a two-dimensional plane, okay. but it let you do all the crap. It was it was an early crafting game around the same time as Minecraft. While this one is more of that, uh, Starbound was a pixel art uh, style characters. Uh, you know, you had the same like stiff, like swinging axe motion and stuff like that. But that one took off really big too. Uh, just you know, in a different scene. Yeah. So this game um, is, um, I'm about six hours in. The pixel art in this game is beautiful, man. Like if you, some people, I guess people don't like pixel art. I'm sure that they're out there, but if you have any affinity for it, it, this game, it just has really beautiful pixel art. Um, Great colors, just really well imagined, thought out, finished out environments. Um, I'm only in like the, I only got to like the third environment uh, just, just a little while ago. Um, it's, it's a little bit slow, but I wouldn't really say it's so much slow as it is patient. Like when you start this game, um, they, they like the starting area, they let you, I mean, they make you explore that, that area until you're through with it. Um, and they like, like you kind of go around here and there. There's a few more doors that I kind of wanted to open, but they kind of stick to like what's important. Um, and it is like, it just like, it, it's it's very it's very nice. The music is really good and sweet. Um, the characters, there's no voice acting in it. It's all just uh, just a text dialogue, but the but like the characters um all sound different 
they are all very differentiated. Even the minor ones are like, okay, that's that guy. And that's that guy. And you can tell just by the way they talk. Um, so like, I appreciate that. The, like it's, I don't know how much to describe about like what the, the premise is, but I guess, I guess the, the simplest thing to say is that you are a, you are a father of an adopted daughter and you're like, your name is John and you're just a blank slate. You're a, you're a, you're a silent protagonist and you never say anything. And, um, uh, and, and the little girl's name escapes me right now. I can't think of it. Uh, Sam, Sam, that's right. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like a boy's name. Um, Sam is your adopted daughter. Um, and just, it's just what happens with like your adventures. And obviously you go eastward. Um, like it's, it's good. It's just patient. Like it's definitely a game that I was about an hour into it. And I was like, gosh, not a whole lot has happened, but they, they've, they like led me around and stuff like that. Something else that happens that's super interesting in the game is at the beginning of the game, there is a, there's a convenience store and outside the convenience store, there is a video game. So it's an in in game video game TV. And there's like four kids and they're all talking about this game. And one of them is playing it. And so they tell you about this game here and there a little bit. And then not very long into the beginning of the game, the story forces you to play the game. And this is this game, you know, they make you play it and you're at the final boss of this game and you go through it. And I don't know, I guess you could win if you knew what you're doing right there, maybe. Um, but like, but like, of course, like, like I lost and then, and I was like, okay, that was cool. Um, they like designed that whole thing. That's cool. Um, then later you go on a bit further and there's a TV with a controller in front of it and you can go up to it and you can play this game. It's called the, the game in the game is called Earthborn. And obviously that has some kind of, connotation to or like reference to earthbound because it sounds so close it doesn't yep. it doesn't seem say what i said yep the most definitely yeah, uh yeah. the moment you said it i'm like yeah earthbound for sure uh, i, I don't know if you knew something and you, you were saying nope oh uh no no i was saying yep i, I the way it sounds i haven't uh, i haven't had a chance to play this game so i'm you know i'm eager to hear what, all the stuff you're saying about it so like this game that they that they let you play later in the second area. So I started playing it and I was like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll see, you know, like what, like what, what happens? Well, you start at the beginning of it this time and it's like a game boy game on steroids, like an OG game boy game on steroids. It's in black and white. And, um, I won't tell you, I don't, I'm not going to tell you what kind of game it is really, except that it's an RPG. Um, and you kind of like, I went through it and 
I just kept playing that game in the game and it was really good. It was, I mean, it's not like, I mean, it was a very simple game, but it was a really good little game. And I played it for probably an hour, an hour and a half playing that game in the game for about an hour, an hour and a half. And I lost again. And, um, at the final boss and, uh, I was like, dang, I kind of want to play it again, but I was like, no, I'll back out and I'll go back to the other game. I'll, I'll pick up with this later. And when I backed out, um, from playing that game, like my eyes just like were, it was weird. Like my eyes were just like, what the fuck? Because I just been staring a black and white game boy screen for like an hour and a half. And then I back out to this, like, you know, you know how like Eastward looks, it's like beautiful uh, pixel art, but it felt like real for a second because I had come out of the game and back into like, normally when you do that, you come into reality and you're like, okay, it's reality. But instead I'd come back into like Eastward and that was like my new reality. (laughs) Um, But this game is good. It's easy. It's been easy so far. I did just have fight a boss where I had some trouble, um, but it was more kind of annoying trouble, um, but I got through it fast enough. Um, and it doesn't, it, it's barely given me any weapons. It's given me a little bit here and there. My backpack is uh, still pretty small. It's introduced some cooking and stuff like that, but not too much. It's v- kind of slow. I, I mean, if I was going to be harsh, I would say it's slow but it's patient and it's perfect on the switch. It's fucking perfect on the switch. Um, playing this on like a 1080p screen. I don't know if I would like it as much, but like on the switch where you can just pick it up, play it for a little while and just hit that power button and turn it off. It's awesome for that. And uh, I think it was getting eights. I think IGN gave it an eight. I think uh, Polygon gave it something probably similar. Um, even though they don't do numbers, but uh, Metacritic is currently sitting at a 77 uh, for the, uh, well, actually, all right, correction, uh, make that a 79 and it's at a uh, 8.9 user score. I think that if this game, if you're into this kind of game, then it's definitely something worth checking out. I knew I was going to play it, so I pre-ordered it, which I don't ever recommend anybody do. Um, unless you know that you're going to play it and you like either way, no matter what. And I saw this game a while ago and I was like, I have to play this game. So I pre-ordered it and I got it for like two fifty off. So I was like, hell yeah. Um, but it's, it's, and it's only, it was normally 25. I got it for twenty two fifty, Um, and I think it's easily worth that $25 price tag from what I've seen so far. But you know, if it, if it, uh, I, I've, I also looked up how long it takes to beat and they say between 30 and 40 hours, the reviewer said that they took 33 hours and they felt like they explored a pretty good amount, uh, quite a bit. Um, so if 30 bucks for or 25 bucks for 30 hours is your bag. Then, which I think it is for me, then, uh, maybe you should, you should, uh, you should go out and get it. Yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty good. Uh, the I I was very fascinated by the art style. I think uh, having a character named Sam uh, be your main character. Uh, I believe 
the I didn't realize it was a girl until you said it. So I guess it's androgynous that way because long, really long, bushy, like white hair, but eyebrows. You know, essentially, it has the face of uh, oh shoot, is it Milky Chan or some shit like that? Or um, it was one of those Japanese candy because it's this like chubby girl character who uh, and there's a boy too that like they have these milk candies and uh they the, they're noted for sticking out their tongue out of the side of their mouth as they smile like huh? uh-huh. you know so that's yeah, and that's exactly the pose on the cover that they're oh, showing yeah um yeah so that it, cover it, of that cover drawing of her um doesn't really do her justice i think in the game she's much cuter like she just is like more likable because uh, it's a more simplified drawing, I think. Um, but I love like the the amount of expressions that they put on these characters' tiny ass faces is amazing. Um, it's great. Yeah, that's um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to give it a shot sometime. But uh, there is a really y- like one more thing. There is a really badass animation at the very <laughs> beginning of this game. Uh, I'm sure it's on the internet now. You could go watch it or whatever. But at the beginning of this game, before you even start to play it, the the intro, you know, the screen that you can click through um, before you even hit the start screen is this animation of characters that I have not seen yet. But it's a pretty well-drawn, cool-looking thing of people moving around and doing stuff. Um, and I'm eager to see what all that's about. All right. So I guess... Uh... You know, we've been running a little long, so we we got the big thing coming up for the big news. But we I'm gonna, you know, jump I think we this. should probably power through some of it because there's a lot of fluff. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm we, not gonna well, talk about. We don't need to go into thesis things. on each one, but for sure we'll touch base on all of them. I think. Uh, so, so doing the hard pivot. So, so we can take a break here now, or we can just power through it. Uh, I'm most definitely willing to power through it. Uh, right. so, so yeah, it's uh, well, I mean, I, 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 you know, we're not gonna rush it, rush it, but there's. Uh, there's no way I'm going to go in, in depth on a lot of these. Yeah. So uh, I'll just go through the first two things that I have on here. Just two little things sure. I wanted to point out. Uh, first is that Hitman is um, the, the, the Hitman devs, uh, IO interactive are making a James Bond game. And whenever I saw that, I was like, that's fucking perfect. Fucking awesome. Because I mean, everyone's been saying it for the longest time. Gosh, this uh, feels like a James Bond game. It they actually announced it. Uh, I thought they announced it six months to a year ago. Actually, like I just saw this in the news like two weeks ago. MGM talks um, Hitman like two weeks because, ago. because yeah, they've been they they had they had it announced a while back because I I remember Giant Bomb talking about it for a while. Um, it was actually announced shortly before Episode Three. Or uh, this final act, or whatever, because uh, there's some levels in it where a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, this is totally going. This this makes sense that they'll be playing. They'll be doing James Bond because uh, they can kind of see how that works." Okay, well, um, I mean, this is the first that I was hearing about it, uh, but like, like I just thought that it was so perfect because it's, it is. You're absolutely Hitman, right. Like that first level in the first game in 2016 in in Paris is a. 007 intro like that's exactly what would happen at the beginning of 007 it's exactly what would happen it's perfect um so i just want to mention that the other thing is that um i noticed that um been watching really closely and there's been a lot more 
restocks of PS5 and Xbox Series X this just in the past week. Best Buy even had their second um, in-person, like on the shelves, um, like uh, like like restock. Uh, GameSpot just had one or is about to have one. Um, I think they just had one later this week. Um, excuse me. Yeah, I would actually really be interested in getting. Uh, I currently don't have either the new ones, but because of the uh, uh, the issues with uh, storage and the lack thereof, I'm kind of going to patiently wait for the next iteration, okay. uh, where they'll have a larger. Uh, my hope is, anyways, um, at least with the PlayStation, they'll have a a redesign, maybe a slim or at least something that fits on your shelf better, and also a bigger internal hard drive. Uh, same with, I would like to get uh, an Xbox for sure. That's actually more interesting to me because I have Game Pass uh, Ultimate. Yeah. And so, that yeah, all my friends, like, we all kind of went into a pack. Be like, none of us are interested right now in getting a new console, and plus we can't find it, and we're not going to pay scalper prices. But if we're going to get one, we might as well just go ahead with uh, Game Pass because that way we can all guarantee to play the same games at the same time and none of us have to pitch in any more money. Like, hey, I really want to play this one. Like, ah, oh, dude, I really don't like I do. I want to spend, you know, 70, 60, 70 bucks on a new, you know, you know, now it's going to be there. So that's kind of why we're leaning towards uh, the Xbox. Um, I'm a big PlayStation fan for their their storyline games and. Uh, but yeah, both of, both of which I want a bigger hard drive yeah. and I'm pay, I'll wait another year or so year or two. Yeah. I, they, I mean, I didn't put this in the news, but they did already say that they're working on, or they're going to release, I forget exactly how it went, but that Sony is already playing the iteration, you know, the, the PS five pro, and that's going to be out pretty much. I heard somebody on a podcast joking about it, that, that like, it's making people mad because they're already talking about an iteration on a on a on a system that they can't even buy yep. yet, and it's like, read the room, guys. I mean, shut the fuck up about your iteration until some of this stuff gets worked out. Until there's ones sitting on a shelf somewhere waiting to be bought, you know, like that would be the time. But like, and it's and it's been extended. This launch window is the most extended it's ever been. But still, like, you have to put that stuff off. I just hope that, like, these restocks, every time there's a restock, it hurts the scalpers more. And I will pay a scalper price. I won't pay 700 bucks like they're at right now, seven between seven and 750. But I will, if I can, if, if I can get it a little bit faster, I'll probably pay like 550 or maybe even six if the prices are plummeting, then I might wait, but I'm just really hoping that, that just the reason I, I kind of thought they might do this. I thought that they might go Christmas is coming up. You know, we're going to like, they might, I don't know what they would do, but that they would put more into it to get more consoles out there because of the holiday season. And that seems to be what they're doing. They're getting those consoles out right now and I think they will be through November uh, well, to they did, get that holiday uh, they season. They did rework the PlayStation 5. Uh, to make it I'm easier not, to produce, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, they made it easier to produce. They changed the cooler design. Uh, some people are claiming that it runs hotter. There was the big uh, 
the big controversy over um i forget the name of the person but they did a uh a thermal scan of the the, the back vents and a lot of people just went up in arms and ridiculing this person like uh dogging them for like that's not how you do it and you're just doing it wrong and because uh, that guy said that they was about the same right yeah uh so that i looked at a uh, digital foundry and digital foundry was pretty much like or it was digital foundry and also um gamers nexus uh they kind of did a collaboration uh and yeah they pretty much like it's there's not really any difference for the most part it's uh you know they're all it's within reason essentially is kind of what it, what it came down to is at least what i took away from it yeah i, th I think that as like you know like only time's gonna tell but maybe after you know two years uh when the games get so advanced and they're thirsting to put out that iteration then that fan might be freaking trying to take off with how hard it's having to work on those uh you know those uh those redesigns um right now they're saying they're okay i'm gonna get both the ps5 now and the and the iteration so i don't really care uh i'll, I'll get the the crappier fan version i don't care it's fine but anyway i just uh i'm excited about that but uh now we should probably talk about the real news joe what's the real news all right. Uh, well, just the other day, uh, Nintendo had their big, uh, a big direct talking about, uh, well, they were touting all uh, to talk about a lot of games coming out before the end of the year. Uh, how many of those games actually are coming out at the end of the year is, you know, you can, pull, you know, it's, it's maybe not as many as you think. Uh, so they, one of the first things they start out with, uh, they went ahead and teased uh smash saying hey guess what smash we're not talking about that come back in october so we'll talk to you later <laughs> yeah. um and all right so uh the one of the uh first games uh the you know they did a new dlc update for uh monster hunter uh i can't remember the uh the new title monster hunter rise something is the is, game but the is it just rise oh no it's rise yeah monster hunter rise is the is the one where you can ride the dog the uh Oh shoot, Palamute? Not Palamute. Uh, shoot, it's a it's supposed to be a Malamute, but it's a pun on that name because it's yeah. a Palico. Yeah, so yeah, I forget yeah. what it is. Palamute, um, I imagine. Uh, so no, it's something else, and I can't remember, but still equally clever. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that it's a new it's a new area, uh, some new combat stuff. Uh, it's a full on it's supposed to be a, an actual real expansion for the most part, kind of. Uh, like the uh, Iceborne uh, was for Monster Hunter World, uh, you know. So I heard a lot of good things about the uh, Monster Hunter for uh, Switch, Monster Hunter Rise. I just can't get into that type of game anymore. I did World, got it hard into World, played with a bunch of friends, uh, but we all just weren't going to get into it for the Switch. Uh, there was uh, so yeah. Other than that, there's the new uh, some new Mario Party. Uh, superstars. Sorry, let's just go back to because I did want to talk about okay. uh, the Monster oh, yeah, sure. DLC. I don't care about too much. I just highlighted it in the docket um, some of the things that in uh, in teal, some of the things that I that stick out to me. And Monster Hunter Rise DLC does stick out to me. I have been hovering over the buy button for the past week on Monster Hunter Rise um, because. It seems like the perfect game to play on my Switch. I've wanted to get into Monster Hunter. Uh, Monster Hunter World was kind of just too much. 
uh, Monster Hunter Rise, they said you can beat between 20 and 30 hours. As long as, you know, I mean, obviously you can't get everything in that, but you can mainline the story or whatever and get that. Um, so this DLC is very interesting to me. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is also kind of kind of cheap a lot of the time now. So um, I am very interested in it. I think I'm, but the reason I don't, I haven't gotten it already is because I just got Eastward and I was trying to cut through that and at least get to toward the end of that before I bought another game um, and that, and there's another game on this list that I'm going to probably purchase when it comes out. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, I'll that's say all. that Monster Hunter is a game uh, I enjoy far more with friends. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of why I didn't play World, why I never went back to World, because you guys were already through with it. Um, but Monster Hunter Rise, I feel like, oh, I can do 20 or 30 hours, you know, of this game on my own and probably enjoy it like well enough. Uh, yeah, I played, uh, we played it, uh, world on monster hunter world on the PlayStation, mostly because, uh, my wife and I, uh, we own, we have, um, I have the PlayStation pro. She has the slim and that way we both have, uh, her console is my quote unquote primary. And, uh, that way, I only have to buy one digital copy of the game, and we both can play it. That's cool. Uh, and that's how we do a lot of the a lot of our games. And plus, also, I have the uh, PlayStation Plus, so the free games I get, any multiplayer game, we both have access to. And uh, that's that's a big reason why we ended up doing a lot of console gaming was the la- you know it saved us from having to buy two of everything, and it's far cheaper to buy a second console than it is to buy to build a second PC. Yeah, that's that's true. It's definitely true. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the next one, uh, uh, like I mentioned before, it was uh, Mario Party uh, Superstars. Uh, so for those who love the Mario Party games, uh, they're going to have, you know, new areas. Uh, some, they're bringing back classic maps. Uh, they're doing, uh, just, I believe they're doing also just some more specific uh, mini games and so, stuff like that. Uh, I haven't played Mario Party since the GameCube. Uh, so that's kind of out of my wheelhouse by now. But I'm sure I'll be playing that in the future when my son's old enough. Uh, and then there's, uh, let's see here. So, so like, I wanted uh, to talk about Voice of Cards. If you're go- going, yeah, on. go for it, man. So, just Voice of Cards, uh, another Yokotaro joint. Um, yep. Seems sort of. I mean, the art seems kind of similar to Nier, but also, I, I, it probably knowing Yokotaro, like we just talked about, it probably is all exactly related to the same universe and canon and stuff. Uh, I'm not usually into other card games besides Magic. Um, but this, because it's Yoko Taro and the art looks cool, it seemed, it seems interesting. I might check it out a little bit more, but I don't know if I'll even actually buy it, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, it is very interesting. Uh, I'm, you know, card games are, if they're done well, they're awesome. Uh, so yeah, the art style did look good. The music did sound like near. So yeah, it sounded uh, good. Definitely sounded like near. Okay, so there's gonna they're uh, doing a uh, Disco Elysium, uh, uh, the final cut. Uh, apparently, it's gonna be uh, the the final cut's gonna be fully fully voice acted. Uh, yeah, I actually never got a chance to play the game on PC, so uh, I yeah I've seen people play it. I've heard people talk about it, uh, but unfortunately, you know, I haven't really delved too deep into it. It's just on my back catalog, you know. Like I'll get to get around to it someday. Uh, so that one is uh, 
you know, it's a isometric, uh, you know, th- you know, angular kind of like Diablo or Baldur's Gate, um, you know, style gameplay where you could it's an RPG. You could do a lot of things with it, a lot of uh, sto- branching story paths and such. Um, yeah, uh, that so a lot of people really like that game. Yeah, uh, I've heard a lot about it. Um, Switch would be a good place to play it, I guess. It might be kind of hard, hard to read that text unless they've optimized it, hopefully for it. But yeah, getting that that uh, final cut where it's fully voice acted is going to be handy. All right. Uh, they also announced uh, the second. Uh, I don't. I thought it was the second Hyrule Warriors game. It might have been. It might just be a DLC. But uh, it was like Age of Calamity. Uh, you know, two or some shit like that. I don't know. It's. I. I wasn't. I wasn't really impressed with uh, uh, the Hyrule Warriors. Uh, first outing it's uh so anyone who doesn't know it's kind of glitchy uh, wasn't it it's it's a muso game meaning that it's a uh, dynasty warriors like uh. um so they've they've done this with quite a few of them they did a fire emblem one uh, they do it with gundam and stuff like that so uh you know a lot of people seem to you know relatively like hyrule warriors when it came out to switch uh, so it's more of that it's uh it's all set in a prequel uh time period now so it's all set before the actual uh uh, Breath of the Wild, and so it's kind of the war and the battling that happened. Uh-huh. Um, all right, and now they're they're also doing Chocobo uh, Chocobo GP, uh, so Grand Prix. Uh, it's a racing game. Uh, Chocobo. They had a racing game back on the PlayStation uh, One, and that wasn't a bad game actually. It was for uh, it was a pretty solid game. Had a lot of cool unlockable characters. So I'm kind of curious if they're going to have some of the same stuff. They had uh, Highwind, the flying ship. Mm, I yeah. can't remember if it was the wooden one or if it was the from Final Fantasy VII. I really can't remember. It's from VII. Uh, and then they had uh, like they had Squall, uh, you know, racing around the racetrack too. He was an unlockable. Yeah, they, it was it was a stupid fun game. I remember enjoying that a lot in uh, shoot middle school sometime. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm I kind of I'm kind of actually hopeful. It, it's been a while since I played a good kart game. Uh, I just got kind of tired of mario kart like the the one on the switch is phenomenal uh just you can only play it so much and if you try playing online anyone who you know anyone who still plays pretty much just dominates stomp you yeah yeah, yeah. all right i'll let you go on with the next one here so the next one uh this is gonna be the last mr sakurai presents at least for super smash brothers ultimate um gonna happen on october 5th which is still in the future um, for us. And uh, it's, uh, they're going to, he's going to reveal the last fighter and show how to fight with them or whatever. Um, this is interesting. You know, I'm, I have smash. I've been playing it a little bit DLC. There's like two DLC packs for like 30 bucks each. Uh, that's very expensive. I just, I'm just like, man, that's a lot of characters, like 10 more characters, but just like daggum 60 more dollars that's a lot um so this last fighter uh, is I'm, I'm eager to see who it is and i i kind of wonder if they're gonna do any i'm sure they're gonna do more smash brothers but um sakurai may not be a part of it but uh sakurai's been they've, they've talked about how much he's hated that series or how much he's suffered physically because of all the stress but then he ends up doing another one and so and see like, like it, yeah. if he's not retiring in general then i don't know if he's gonna be able to get away from it because i mean fighting game people don't like it 
sometimes, but it's, you know, I guess melee was better than brawl. I think I, that was the scuttlebutt. Is it brawl? Melee. Wasn't melee. Melee is the gold standard. Uh, that's the one they still play in tournaments. Yeah. I think I thought they played all, I thought they played uh, 64 in tournaments too, though, too. It's, it's the GameCube. That is, that is the, 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 no, the cream of the crop. Uh, that's balanced. why that's the whole reason why the Wii has uh GameCube controller ports. Uh, on it so if the, if you flip open the top of the wii yeah. you'll find four controller that uh it's why every iteration of uh, you know the wii u and then now the switch they always have gamecube fucking controllers or adapters for uh smash but yeah it's uh everyone played melee they would bring people bring crts and their gamecubes just so they can play at the tournaments uh yeah i knew it was still when, popular Oh yeah, it is. It's it is at least from what I gathered, it's considered the that is the standard. Uh, I'm not sure how the community looks at uh, Ultimate compared to Melee. That I honestly don't know. Uh, uh, but I just uh, knew up until Ultimate, uh, you just didn't beat Melee. Melee was the best of the best. Um, like, and yeah. I, I think that Ultimate has is has a pretty good reputation. I mean, I think it's like you know the the new hotness. Um, I, I, I mean, people like it still. I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's not properly balanced. I'm sure there's like three or four OP characters that everybody picks, um, if even that many, because uh, that's a lot of dang characters in that game, and you just can't balance them all. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Right, any speculations on who the last character might be? I would have to think about it for a long time, and I don't even know who all the characters are it, in it of course but. american audience wants like waluigi or some bullshit and i'm like no dude i want it not to be him just to spite all you asses yeah uh, i mean waluigi would be if like waluigi would be the one everyone is asking for i don't care about wa about waluigi or wario um but like i don't know there's I could probably think about it for a while and really figure it out who it's going to be, but then they'd probably do like, I don't know, some random thing I've never heard of. Like they always do. Uh, but yeah, I want it to be another sword person just because I don't play the game and everyone, there's too many sword people apparently. So there's a lot of sword people. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know who I'd want it to be. I don't know. Probably, I can't even think about it right now. It's I have to think about it for a long time. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's gonna happen, and that'll be kind of sad if that's the final one. But uh, I kind of don't think it will be. Yeah. Um, well, I think it might. Uh, well, I guess it depends on how how worse the pandemic gets. Pandemic gets worse, and they'll add more uh, because it'll be too difficult to uh, start a new game. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's easier to stretch this one out. All right. So uh, next up on the docket, they hit here. They talk about um, they're making a new uh, Kirby, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, uh, which proves that Kirby is in the post-apocalypse uh, and all mankind is dead. Uh, yes. it's, it's, it's a, it's, I don't know if it's necessarily considered like a free roaming, like 3d world, but it's, it is a more open space. Uh, and yeah, it's, it looks really cool, but it's all gone through 
think the last of us overgrown cities of you know emptiness and except for kirby and his creature kinds i guess um enemies that you always see uh so yeah uh it's it looks really good uh it seems to be more of you know one of those action adventure platformer style games uh something like a uh, ratchet and clank maybe or uh, a knack or whatever you know so probably better than knack though i'm <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, you know that's about the gist of it. I mean, if it's a Kirby game, it'll people love it. Uh, people always like Kirby games. Yeah. So, Animal Crossing. Uh, Animal Crossing is uh, let's see. Uh, they're making new shit for Animal Crossing. It's I don't gonna care. be free. Uh, I think they said what? it's gonna be. I think they said it's gonna be free. Oh, is it okay? Because cool, they said I guess. new free content <laughs> talking about Animal Crossing, uh, and I was like, that's. Okay, why don't you just put it out instead of talk about it? Because you're not going to get any money off. Of, you're not like why? It's weird, but yeah, it's so. to get those who haven't gotten in, gotten in, like myself, to go in. But because my my wife really loved Animal Crossing back in the day, yeah. we were going to buy a new uh, buy a new Switch just for Animal Crossing, so we can both play. Turn and then all the implementations of multiplayer uh, online was, was so hot garbage that we just didn't. We just chose to skip it, and we are happy we did. Um, we feel like we're not missing out on anything. Uh, but for those who like Animal Crossing, it's it you know it's apparently the best one of those. So, uh, yeah, Mario Golf. It. All right, I'm sorry. Go on. Nope, just gonna say that, that people love Animal Crossing. I'd like to try it at some point, but there's too many other things that I have on my list right now. All right. Yeah, so- no, Animal Crossing was really fun back in the day. I just if I can't do good multiplayer, then I don't. Then that's that's why it killed it for me. Uh, so all right, Mario Kart or not Mario Kart, Mario Golf. My bad. So Mario Golf, uh, new free content for that one as well. That one actually uh, came uh, right the same day as the announcement of this direct, which was uh, yesterday, uh, or the twenty third. Uh, so uh, see here now. Uh, I haven't gotten to play it. Apparently, you know, had story mode. I've heard middling things is about all it like it's not it's not great but it's not bad so uh, I don't know uh, Mario Golf is Mario Golf I want to give it a shot yeah probably won't <laughs> uh, Disney Magical uh, World Two no idea of anything about this uh, the first time I saw it was on the direct I'm like okay and I honestly don't know anything don't know don't care. Okay, cool. Next. All right. Uh, KOTOR. Uh, that is in Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, it's coming to Switch. Looks like ass, but still amazing game. Yep. <laughs> you can play Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic on Switch now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it doesn't really look too... It, it doesn't really look too polished up. It's like... Um, it re- it kind of looks like a high... In my brain, anyways. I shouldn't say that. It looks like a higher fidelity of the old blocky you know like uh characters in the original game yeah uh so yeah that but anyways it's still one of my most favorite uh star wars properties of all time so totally if you have never given a shot i would most definitely look into that uh all right they mentioned uh dying light 2 uh stay human uh that comes out that's been pushed back to uh february or i don't know if they ever announced it but originally dying light was supposed to be out already Uh. uh they they had a really cool showing, cool trailer concepts and everything like that, and I think this is even pre-pandemic, but like things got, I think it got away from itself, and it was kind of promising too much, and then they had to delay it. Uh, I'm sure the you know the pandemic didn't help at all, but I just can't see this thing being uh, 
it won't live up to what the expectations were originally set as. Yeah. So I should just kind of erase my memory on that and then just accept it as what it is because I really like Dying Light, uh, which actually the Platinum Edition is coming to the Switch. Uh, I played Dying Light on the uh, the PS4 and a bunch of my friends. We we had a good time with that. Uh, it's it's a very solid game. Uh, mixed nighttime gameplay, super terrifying, and so, and you're so happy to have a, be rolling with friends to help bail you out. Uh, no, it was it was a good time. I recommend. Yeah, I've always heard it. a lot of good things about Dying Light. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it takes a little bit to get used to that first person perspective, but I mean, uh, it was for parkour. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, I'll let you hit, take the next one. Next one's Triangle Strategy. Um, seems interesting. It's a, like a it's a, it's a strategy game, but like a, like an RPG strategy type game um, in the vein of like Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, it looks all right. Uh, nothing too exciting, but maybe. But uh, coming out March fourth, twenty twenty two, and I probably won't actually play it. But now I'll, I'll, I want to look into it. I'll have uh, I'll at least have some uh, maybe secondhand uh, you know detailed information. I have a buddy of mine who uh, Final Fantasy Tactics is his game of games, uh, and he's played and beaten all the versions that have come out oh wow uh yeah he he it's it's the comfort you know like we, you know you have a comfort food game and that's his uh in fact currently i think bef- shortly before this uh he was playing uh replaying the uh was it the vita version or it might have been the psp uh i think the psp the lions war lions edition um so yeah he knows how to min max that game to a to a sick extent and this is right up his alley. So I will most definitely be getting a lot of information about this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not necessarily going to be playing it because I just don't have the patience for tactics. Uh, I really do like the art style. It looks freaking awesome. Uh, and yeah, it's it, it looks pretty cool. The name is terrible. Yeah. Uh, it's, supposed to be, it's supposed to be a temporary name last, th- last time they said. So we'll see if they actually keep it or not. All right. They're stuck with it Next now. one. All right. The next one is uh, Metroid Dread, uh, still slated for release on October eighth. Thing is very very close to release. October eighth is also the day that the uh, new Switch, the OLED Switch, comes out. Um, and this uh, we'd seen a little bit about this uh, before back in the summer, but they have an extended trailer now. At least I think it's extended compared to what I saw before, um, showing more environments. Definitely makes it look more interesting. That other trailer, I was kind of like, okay, you're in a ship and this thing chases you around. I don't really know how that's worth sixty bucks, but um, they the new environments they showed and the new enemies and stuff like that look pretty cool. Um, I'm really curious about this. Um, I really want to play it, uh, but I also don't want to pay for it because uh, sixty is a lot for for this to me, uh, I never played a Metroid all the way through. Um, but this seems like to me, it's going to be the new hotness. So I might pick it up, but it's, it's definitely, um, looks very interesting. I also said, uh, there's dread reports on online and I was kind of wondering, I haven't had a chance to look those up yet, but I was wondering if they add story info. Apparently they've gone through four five, six, something like that. So I might look at those and see if those give any story info. But uh, yeah, that's all. That's uh, that's coming out pretty soon. 
Yeah, uh, I I like the first couple. Uh, I I like the two D uh, Metroid games, so I was a big fan of uh, the first, uh, both the original Nintendo uh, and uh, Super Metroid. Aren't uh, plus on the Super Nintendo uh, Metro Two, Samus Returns was on the game. They were OG Game Boy, uh, and then they had was it Fusion and Zero Missions were on the Advance. Those were all fun games. Uh, not a I didn't get into the uh, Metroid Prime as much just because I didn't really like playing on uh, GameCube for first person shooters. They said so. those are great, but yeah, I haven't played those either. All right. Uh, what else is there? So next is a new membership plan for Nintendo Online. Um, this is a new collection of games for the Nintendo 64, which people could have seen coming, I suppose, but also for the Sega Genesis. So they are pulling both of those consoles games, some of the, some of those games, to uh, Nintendo Online Um for the 64, this is all coming in late October. Um, the For the 64, some of the notable ones I, I saw were Star Fox 64, Mario Tennis, um, uh, Mario Kart 64, Yoshi's Story, Zelda Ocarina of Time is a big one. That's one I'm really interested in. They have pictured here uh, several. Um, those are the heavy hitters from Nintendo a lot. Um and uh, unfortunately, there there are quite a few overlapping ones from if you ever if you did get the uh, the SNES classic, uh, there's quite a bit of overlap there. And there's also they've already sold a few of these games, uh, you know, already like you can get the remastered uh, Ocarina of Time, uh, if I remember correctly. So you know, there's better ways to play the Ocarina of Time, but it is neat. Um, did they actually say how much the uh, the upgrade was to this uh, membership? Oh no! I thought it was already included with what you have. Oh okay. Because um, Nintendo Online. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a different tier though, so uh, I, I guess we'll have to check when the time comes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, like, I hope not. I mean, I figure, I'm like, I, I would hope not, but, but, um, yeah, they uh, then then the the, the Genesis has some pretty uh, interesting looking games that flashed up, Golden Axe. Uh, Echo the Dolphin, which I was apparently is very difficult. Um, Sonic, I know, was on there. Uh, Streets of Rage, um, which funnily enough has come back. Um, I, I know, I, some Castlevania, some other stuff that looks pretty interesting. But lastly, uh, yep. Uh, oh, yeah, no, the Sega collection is far better than the, uh, in my opinion, the 64 collection. Certainly uh, a lot because more. Uh, you have um, uh, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Uh, that is uh, that is a staple competitor for uh, Tetris Tetris Alternative. Uh, that has been very uh, highly regarded by a lot of people. Uh, Contra and you know, too. Uh, so yeah, well, the Contra they have is Contra Hardcore, oh. which is a terrible fucking Contra, uh, in my opinion. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, it was. It's it's just a. It's not really the greatest Contra, but they do have uh, Castlevania Bloodlines, yeah. uh, which is a solid one. Uh, you have uh, now Gunstar Heroes is an amazing uh, classic game. It's very much a Contra-esque game. Uh, it, that one is for sure like uh, all-time, you know, an all-time favorite. Uh, Streets of Rage 2 uh, is the one they have, and oh, Streets of Rage yeah. 2 is a phenomenal uh, one. Uh, 
you know, it's a great soundtrack to that. Uh, they, they have Shinobi three. Um, fortunately, uh, I, you know, I like, I don't really remember three that well. So I've heard of uh, shining force before. Isn't shining force supposed to be pretty good. Shining Force is a, is also one of those early staple that and Fantasy Star were the two big RPG franchises okay. that weren't uh, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy essentially. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, they're going with they're going with Fantasy Star Four, uh, which I don't actually remember. Uh, I only remember up to three roughly, and one one two and three were really good. Um, and Shining Force, I I own the first couple of those as well. Uh, and those, I just remember playing the hell out of those as a kid. So yeah, that's like I said, it's a really solid lineup uh, for the Genesis collection. They also have Strider, um, and uh, you know, they have a couple other games that I just I'm not too familiar with. So, uh, but yeah, but they super al- super solid lineup. Yeah, yeah, they also uh, have made a new looks like Bluetooth sixty uh, Nintendo sixty four controller and a new uh, Genesis controller as well. So, so those, um, so that's a good money grab, but it's also kind of nice because 64 controller is notoriously horrible for the analog stick, uh, going out and, uh, hopefully they redesign that a little bit and you can actually, uh, no, they just need to have a whole new generation know about how garbage that thing is. <laughs> no, let, the, yeah, let the children figure out how to fucking work that controller. Cause I might want to play it. I don't want to fuck with that shit again. Um, but just yeah. just use just use an adapter to play just with your regular no uh get the adapter play with your uh, gamecube controller yeah <laughs> i mean that 64 controller back in the day is baffling just everything about it just like they must have been doing so much drugs at, at nintendo i don't know what was going on there but yeah yep. so that's kind of the long and the short of that there's there's even more stuff um but uh but uh we'll just see what happens whenever it comes out yeah, for sure. Uh, so they also released, or they also announced that they're doing a Shadowrun uh, trilogy. Uh, so I'm trying to remember all, all the games in the Shadowrun trilogy. There, it's uh, so Shadowrun is a um, uh, an RPG. Uh, once again, an isometric, uh, you know, in the, in the Baldur's Gate style or Diablo ish. Um, I th- I can't remember if it's grid based or not, but it's essentially uh, they made a. It's kind of a dystopian like uh tech punk kind of with fantasy elements to it so you have like like uh i want to say you have like elves and stuff like that but also at the same time it's just like is grungy cyber um you know kind of concept and they they have it's a long-running series uh they've made i think this one's going to be the the regular shadow run i think it's going to have is it hong kong and oh i can't remember the last one um uh, let me just double check real quick because, yeah, it's the it originally when it first came out to consoles, it was actually a first person shooter, uh, on oh, the really? Xbox 360. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was it did a lot of neat things. Um, unfortunately, see, like, it was kind of ahead of ahead of its time. Like, so, like when I look at when I see Disco Elysium played, it looks like, you know, an adva- an advanced version of Shadowrun, but without. I don't even know how much combat's in, in Disco Elysium, but it looks like a more advanced version of at least the text parts of, Sha- of Shadowrun to me. The isometric view, and you go around, and you have decisions to make and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, the the Shadowrun uh, trilogy here looks like it's supposed to be, uh, uh, if it's based, let's see here, do, do, do. 
the why are you only showing me the Steam version, peoples? Uh, the Steam one shows Shadowrun Returns, uh, Shadowrun, uh, uh, Hong Kong, and so I'm trying to get the actual. This article uh, did not help me out as much as I expected to. Yeah, okay, Shadowrun dude. Returns. I mean, it's Shadowrun. Like it's been around for yeah. a while. It's pretty it cool been, to have on uh, Switch. It's a perfect game for the Switch, I think. Actually, it's uh, it'll be it, it'll it's a lot of time you can spend into it. It's a decent RPG. Uh, by now, uh, you can uh, you can get the game pretty cheap on PC if you already have it. But to have it on the go and have it on a competent system, I think this is a lot of people's first way to play it. Honestly, it's not a bad way to play it at all. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then they they're doing a a, a fun stupid game, uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Uh, it's kind of like that Hot Wheels DLC that they had for uh, one of the Forza games. Uh, but yeah, they're making a whole Hot Wheels game where you got loop to loop tracks, and I think that game's actually going to be pretty fun. I'm really, I'm actually interested in it as far as uh, because you don't really have that sort of stupid arcadey, um, you know, cruising USA, you know, type game anymore. Uh, yeah. Everything is a sim, right? So yeah. I mean, I guess Forza. Uh, Forza has the uh, Forza Horizon, which is kind of that fun bit, and I'm pretty sure that's where the DLC for the Hot Wheels originally went to. It could have been the, the standard game, but I think it was the um, Horizon. So, uh, yeah, and then they have uh, Surviving Aftermath. Um, I don't really remember this one at all. I don't either. Holiday 2021. <laughs> um, it didn't. It didn't strike me as being really all that 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 big of a deal. Um, but I just wanted to, to put it on there because it, it was happening. Um, the next one, Shin Megami Tensei Five. I think that's coming. That's coming to more than just a Switch, right? Coming to uh, the, yeah. everything, right? Well, well, yeah. So Shin Megami used to be a PlayStation exclusive only. Yeah. Um, but I believe it's supposed to be coming to PC. Question mark. Let me look that up. Because they, well. the other ones are on PC, um, at least. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, that series is. Um, kind of the foil to Persona, and I mean I haven't played that many Persona games, but I played four, so that puts me more in the Persona camp. Um, but I am interested in it because Persona Five. I was really interested in playing that for a long time, and then I heard about it. Just takes like a hundred hours to beat, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. It seems like a okay. good game, but that's way too long. But if Shin Megami Tensei can scratch some of that itch. Um, which I don't really know much about it, so I might just be talking my ass. But if it can scratch some of that itch, and um, and uh, you know, like it's on and it's on the Switch, that rhymed, uh, then I would want to pick it up. But I need to do more research into like what it's about. Um, they didn't. I can give you a lowdown on it real quick. Uh, so Shin Megami uh, is the creator, kind of like you'd hear like Sid Meier's, right? Okay. So Sid Meier's Civilization, Sid Meier's Pirates. Uh, so the Shin Megami made um, the Shin Megami Tensei like series of games. Uh, they were always uh, the best way to explain it is uh, partially like uh, messed up uh, monster ish world. So kind of like super emo for its time we're talking about yeah. you know, ps1 and so the original uh, uh so shimigami made the shimigami tensei games the first couple of them were also i think in conjunction with uh persona so it was like it was shimigami tensei persona uh yeah. and there was a couple of persona games uh for the ps1 
Uh, they ended up making some, like, Shin Megami Tensei, uh, they re-released three. Uh, three was called Nocturne, uh, was the, the sub in colon Nocturne. And that one was on the PS2, if I remember correctly. You had DLC, or not DLC, you had, um, you had a character, uh, Dante. Dante from Devil May Cry was a playable character in oh, that. Wow. Or I'm pretty sure it was a playable character. He he was most definitely a character in that, though, for sure. So that the, that intersection crossed over because a lot of it was like weird post-apocalyptic stuff. A um, lot of like demons and monsters from like, you know, you know, like you're talking about like summoning circles kind of stuff. Um, so that's what this person's really known for. Uh, so they're, they have that uh, kind of edgelord ish you know like okay. uh goth kind of aesthetic um uh so that they another series they made was shin megami tensei's digital devil saga one and two for the uh ps2 um a lot of these games were rpg dungeon crawlers so they were fucking brutally hard um like you, you you're doing fine but now you got to this boss and now you you realize you got to grind for the next like upteen hours to actually uh, build yourself up. Okay. Uh, so, all right. Uh, and as far as the rela- recent relationship, uh, you know, most people do know Persona. Uh, you know, like for example, this is the kind of dark. The later Persona games have been really light in compare in, in the grand scheme. Persona One uh, was like Pokemon, but like rated r i guess so you know like it was more it was more mature pokemon essentially um and you'd go into the other world and uh essentially the the first game ends with the world ending and then they rebooted like persona 2 i think is what happens persona 1 then persona 2 Persona 2 then rebooted itself with a with a different char- main character because then it it started a parallel world where your world didn't end yeah uh, and then persona 3 uh, in order to get to the other world, this other world, you put a gun to your head and you pulled the trigger. Oh wow! Uh, it was like a key, yeah. you know, and that it blew out your, it, it knocked out your persona. I, if I remember correctly, <laughs> it was it. Yeah, it's that kind of um, darkness. And then you had Persona Four, which is like the Scooby Doo gang, you know, hunting for clues uh, and like having a good old time, but also. A lot of people getting murdered, like like, hey gang, let's listen, let's, let's investigate these murders, and you know. But I love Persona Four. It's and Persona Three too. It's I have only ever played Persona yeah. Four, and that's that that game is amazing. Um, but I, I um, I'd be curious to look into this and maybe play it. Um, I wish they'd said when it. Maybe they did, but I missed if they said when it's coming out. Um. Uh, November. Uh, looks November. like currently it's it, currently it's released for, uh, slated for uh, November 11. Okay, this is 11 11. Um, then yeah, I will maybe pick that up. I don't know what else I have uh, slated for November, but there's probably some some other stuff coming out too. So while you know while the rest of the world knows it as uh, Armistice Day yeah. uh, in Korea and Japan, they'll forever know it know it as uh, Pokey Day or Pepero Day. So those because you know the one and one is a little fucking chocolate stick, yeah. and so that's that's their fucking hallmark holiday for Armistice Day. <laughs> All right, we ended a world <laughs> world war, and now they're just selling fucking chocolate. Okay, I just always thought that was super hilarious. While the rest of the world celebrates, you know, you know the end of you know, a fucking tragedy, essentially, they're like, yeah, let's sell chocolate. <laughs> Japan, folks, Japan. <laughs> So yeah, uh, but the yeah, if you want to if you want to 
uh, a long RPG, then that's probably the way to go for yeah, you. Yeah, I hope it's more palatable. I hope they learn some lessons from Persona 5 and it's a little more palatable because I don't want to play something that long. Yeah. All right. It looks like they also came out with um, Wreckfest. Uh, they're coming out with that in the fall. Uh, just a driving simulator, you know, crashing cars into each other, stuff like that. Uh, Destruction Derby kind of. Uh, so, yeah, uh, silly fun. Uh, there's going to be a new Pac-Man game. Uh, well, they're doing some old classic arcade games, Pac-Man and uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Look, what? Zevius is what they oh. have. Pac-Man and Zevius are releasing now. Are you talking about before this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Pac-Man and Zevius. Okay, that must. All right. Or Z, uh, yeah, okay. I I couldn't remember that. At I one. never heard of uh, Zevius. It was like an old arcade game. Uh, that's okay. all about all I really know of it because you know. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a new Rune Factory. Yeah. Uh, Ru- Rune Factory Five. A lot of people really love it. Uh, it was Harvest Moon with the dungeon. Essentially, uh. was what it was. Uh, so that's what made it unique and interesting. And a lot of other games uh, followed suit because the dungeon part people really like. Um, you know, Stardew has it, and uh, f- quite a lot of other games do now as well. So. Yeah. Uh, you know the art style looks really good. Uh, you know, so if you're into a simulator like that, then for sure. Uh, usually, Rune Factories are also a little bit more, uh, or at least the original ones were in more of a magical setting too. So they'd have some sort of element like that. Yeah. Um, the next one, and I don't want to talk about it too much because it's getting pretty late now. But the new Mario movie, uh, which probably should have moved us up to the up to the front, it's going to be animated, which I think is the right the right call. Um, which you know I didn't happened? realize at first, and so when yeah. I saw the when I saw <laughs> who was playing Mario, I was like, "Wait, what?" Because <laughs> I, I, I completely missed the part where they said it was animated. We're going back, like, oh my gosh, we got John Leguizamo back as Luigi. I, Dude, I even he, know he's better now than ever, man. He got better with age. Yeah, he's he's definitely a lot better than he was then. I don't even know if the actor. I think the actor that played Mario passed away. He, he passed away quite a few years ago, if I yeah, remember correctly. I figured well, maybe. We could we could uh, we could reanimate him with some CG and just put him back in the movie with the yeah. voice actor. Um, this one's gonna be yeah. animated. Yeah, and I think that that's the right idea. Um, we'll get to what everyone's mad about in a minute. Um, but but I kind of think that that they probably heard that. See, this movie's come out in 2022, so they probably heard about a Detective Pikachu and Sonic being made. Maybe saw, I mean, I imagine they probably saw some of the early stuff. Um, and I bet they started to work on this movie around that t- around the time that those movies were kind of getting close to coming out. Um, cause it just, it just fits too perfectly. And like, you know, like uh, Nintendo is like, well, you know, if they're making a Pikachu movie and a Sonic CG movie, then, you know, we have Mario. That's perfect. And of their main series, you know, between, I would say Mario and Zelda are the top two. Um, you know, Mario is, is the, I, sad to say it is the more well-known and probably the easiest to adapt into a, a, a dang kids movie. You know, like you say Zelda, most people know that, but you say Mario, everybody and your grandma knows Mario. So it makes sense. Um, the cast is pretty good. Uh, pretty, some pretty heavy hitters. Um, okay. It depends on how you classify good. Um, they're very well-known people. That is how I classify good, Joe. 
by fame and fortune. They're definitely people who get a lot of work. Um, um, the, some of the choices are a little bit odd to me. Uh, Toad being Keegan uh, Michael Key, I think that's his full name. Um, uh, the, I feel that he would be actually a, the better Luigi. I think he would have. Been I great. think that you're probably right about that. Uh, they, who they picked for Luigi makes no sense to me. Um, Charlie Day. That I mean, I like Charlie Day, but that doesn't. He doesn't scream Luigi to me. Um, Luigi is more calm, and Charlie I think, Day is. A uh, well, screamer. I think the. Um, I think Luigi. Luigi freaks out, so I can understand that because he's the ah, blah, 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 you know kind of guy like you know he, Luigi's Mansion, and he always so I. But that's why I think um, uh, Keegan Michael Key would be better for that. I think Charlie Day would actually make a better Toad. Yeah, uh, they have those roles reversed. I think you're 100 percent right. That, yeah, and for those who don't know who Charlie Day is, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the String Theory or the String Connecting String meme. Uh, he's the I know him uh, from as the scientist from um, uh, Pacific Rim. Uh, you know, he's he's in a lot of the stuff though. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the two that are the I mean, like okay, Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. Um. She seems right. Like I like her. She seems like she would have the voice for it. I'm sure they're gonna probably make Princess Peach a little bit more uh, assertive with Anya Taylor Joy because that actress is more assertive than I would normally consider peach. Um, well, you got it. You can't make you, you can't really do a damsel in distress nowadays in age because, uh, it's, it provides the wrong image for, uh, you know, for women in general. I think they're going to, I only know her from, I only know her from the cover, but she's the queen's gambit person, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's great in queen's gambit. She's also an X-Men, uh, first, no, then, the X-Men movie that came out a couple years ago about the apocalypse about no, not that far back uh, about the teenagers. Um, really good. I just watched it recently. Actually, I forgot to, to put that on the list. Uh, but uh, that like, oh gosh, what is it called? First class Phoenix? or new mutants, new mutants. Oh, X-Men new mutants. You should go check it out. If you haven't watched it, it's good. It's probably the best X-Men movie that they've ever made. I mean, it's not what you expect, but as a movie, it's probably the best movie. Logan was probably better. Logan was better, but this is pretty close. doesn't matter. I didn't like Logan. Uh, I, I was Logan, disappointed right? that one a lot. Uh, and I don't see her accredited for, uh, was it New Mutants? Oh, there it is, New Mutants. Okay. Yeah. The New Mutants. So right. I would recommend at least checking that out. But um is she, that an actual X Men thing? Because I didn't even know. Like I, I saw it. and I thought it was a. Um, uh, I thought it was just like a, a spinoff or like someone, someone's. You know, we're making a. Um, you know, a, a a like. You know, like a rip off kind of thing. I That's what I, I didn't realize it was how, official property. I don't know how they got this movie made because it's, like, they must have like, filmed it by night and whenever the producers or the executives, the suits were asleep. Because this is a movie that shouldn't, that in in this day and age doesn't feel like it could be made with all of the hand wringing and things and like a, like a, you know movie by committee and focus group stuff. It's very out there as far as the next movie, but it's pretty good. I recommend it. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, so she's in in this. Um, she's the hot new actress. So 
she, she, you know, that's fine. I'm sure she's going to make a lot of money. Uh, the two, I, I think there's one I'm forgetting, but the two that are the most baffling to me, the first is Jack Black as Bowser. Um, no, no, I like Jack Black, but Bowser is a monster and I don't see Jack Black's voice coming out of him, but maybe they're going to do something crazy that I'm, that will make me believe the other one is Chris Pratt as Mario. Um, well, you know, he's really well noted for his Italian accent. So, Hey everybody, it's Nick here. In this next part, I make some pretty mean comments about Chris Pratt that really have no bearing on his abilities as an actor, so I decided to cut it. There's a reference to it later, so I wanted you to know what that was about. Anyway, we're all going to pretend like this never happened and never speak of it ever again. Okay? Okay. Now, back to the show. I don't think he's a good Mario. Uh... He's, oh, he's not a bad actor. Uh, I, I just don't care for the movies he's in. Like, I didn't care about Jurassic World. Uh, it made Gangbusters, so obviously I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I never, uh, so I never saw the next, the next one that came, the latest, uh, Jurassic Park one. Uh, it's, he was good in the Lego movies, but his character was literally non-existent. I yeah, don't mind him as Star Lord. Too, yeah. Yeah, Star Lord, he was good in. Uh, I think he plays that character well. Uh, yeah, that you know, him. and hmm. That fits him, yeah. Oh yeah, um, he's going to be in a movie though. I thought, uh, let's see, uh, it's announced, but it doesn't have a date out because I'm just looking at his IMDb page. It's Cowboy Ninja Viking. All right. Yep, that's a thing. Uh, so it's just Assassin's Creed, I guess. Um, so, uh, no, Chris Pratt, terrible Mario, or at least the in my brain, hearing Mario. And what's what's the kick in the face is you're going to have. Uh, Charles uh, Martinet or Martinet, uh, he is he is the voice of Mario. He's the voice of like most of the cast. Um, he's going to be in this movie, but not as Mario. He yeah, yeah that's, that's the weirdest fucking the part. It doesn't make any sense. Why are you going to have the main guy not be do the thing? Yeah, I just feel like there's probably somebody else that. But I mean, like, if you just, it's just a money thing. It's just like, look, who are we going to get? Um, that's going to bring in the most money and it's Chris Pratt. Like I can't argue with that, you know, like he's going to bring in the most money cause he's the, this kind of there's, actor. There's Chris Hemsworth. There's Chris Pine. Uh, there's a lot of Chris's, Chris but like, but like, I mean there, and then there might also be like uh, scheduling issues, but you know, Chris Pratt is of the people who would want to do this movie. You know, he's, He's the money maker. So now my question is, since Jack Black is going to be Bowser, is uh, is there going to be? There, there. I'm assuming Bowser can't be the villain. There, ha- he has to be the villain turned ally because there's a greater villain, and we're going to work together to conquer that said villain because he's way too. Com- uh, Jack Black's a comic relief guy. He's he's that funny sidekick character. He's not. Uh, he can't be the main bad guy. I, I think know. there has to be so. I think I know this is my speculation for the movie, but uh, you know, like I don't know. He just he just has to be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm the bad guy in the beginning, and now oh shoot, something happened like Mario Superstar Saga, right? He he joined your team on that one. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, it just doesn't. It's that's just baffling to me. But um, who's playing uh, Donkey Kong? I've, uh, I've written down. Seth, uh, not Green. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. Okay. That's also wrong. But you know that's Hollywood for you. I, uh, I, yeah, that one dude for uh the one dude's playing um Cranky Kong. The fact that they're even including Cranky Kong and in this is silly. Um, uh, uh, Portlandia guy. Uh, oh yeah. I don't remember his name. Uh, but yeah, that dude is. You know, I'm like I, I don't think one way or the other of that. I'm just like you have Cranky Kong here. Why? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just it's people are getting all super upset i granted i think it'll be fine hate just think about it like the sonic movie hate it as much as you want that way when you watch it you're like eh, it's better than i thought yeah yeah i think most people though like most movie going people are just going to be like oh it's an animated movie and it's got chris pratt in it and it's got the people that i know in it and so i'm gonna see it that's what most people it's just video gamers have a very specific view about like what should and shouldn't be Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So All right. What's next? Next Splatoon three. Um, they have a single player campaign. I didn't know that. Do the other Splatoons have single player campaigns? Uh, the, I don't remember if it was the first or second one, but they did have a DLC single player campaign. So it might've been the, uh, I can't remember if it was the first one, but I, like I said, I didn't know that one of them did have that. Uh, it was different characters and stuff, but yeah, it's, uh, no, it was just like I said, it wasn't anything special, anything too long, but it was interesting. Uh, Splatoon's technically supposed to be a dark, like, if you look into it, if you read between the lines, it's supposed to be a dark apocalypse too. Okay. Um, I might jump in on this one. It's not going to come out until, uh, early next year, I think, or like very early, but, um, I, I have kind of had a passing interest in it and, uh, especially if it's got a single player campaign that, that sounds like, like fun. Um, and then I'll play some of the, 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 uh, the co-op and, or the, um, multiplayer, whatever. Um, but it looks, looks good. looks like more Splatoon though, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't really get into Splatoon that much, or at least the early ones. Um, not, you know, it's like, uh, not a big fan of motion control and now so a lot of people swore by it. Couldn't really do it. Tried playing it normally. I'm like, yeah, all right. It's, it's a, it's. If you wanted a shooter, you know, ask a game. Uh, it was the only thing. You, it was the only thing in town. So therefore, you kind of you know, that or nothing uh, for uh, Nintendo owners. Uh, so I mean, the art style, and the aesthetic was always cool, though. I actually, I always thought it was really neat that they went with that, like you know, uh, pop punk for kids kind of thing. Uh, it was, it was, de- it was most definitely better than gritty, you know, gritty realism or space adventure bad guy, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the last thing is going to be that what they closed the show with, uh, rightly so Bayonetta three. It's finally yeah. not here yet, but they've <laughs> finally talked about it. Um, releases sometime in 2022. Um, I watched this trailer with, uh, uh, with much more paying much more close attention to detail. Um, I didn't play the other two Bayonetta's, but I plan to uh, very soon. They're still kind of expensive though. I mean, the first one's still 30 bucks on switch. It's always like $5 on, uh, on PC whenever it comes around to sale. 
Um, the other one's like self, the second one's still like 59. Um, you gotta pay that switch tax son. Yeah. But I'd like to play them on switch, but I may just have to just play it a little play, play one of them a little bit on, on uh, play the first one a little bit on the PC just to save some money, see what it's like and then move on. Anyway, this one, um, honestly, you know, look, watching the trailer looked a little bit framey. Looks kind of like it was, you know, at uh, probably it's probably at thirty FPS. I guess I don't know, but I it can looked- see him pushing sixty. I'm not really hundred percent sure, but it is hard to do because that stream wasn't, or at least when I watched the stream, it was, uh, it was a little choppy. But that's not just for the game, but it was for other parts. So see, it was really hard to get an accurate reading. I watched the uh, YouTube video of it, so okay. it should have been clean, and the video was at sixty, so it it looked a little bit framey, but. And also looks a little bit muddy, um, the colors and stuff. But maybe on a smaller screen, smaller screen, um, it would look pretty good. I, I imagine. I think it's going to look really good, actually. Well, it's on a smaller screen as long as that frame rate's all right. So, you know, they're not they're not committing to a time in 2022. So I'm thinking, if it's not March 29th which is the last Tuesday before, uh, before, um, before the fiscal year ends, then it's probably going to be third or fourth quarter, uh, 2022. Um, and they'll probably have enough time to get it cleaned up more. Hopefully fingers crossed cleaned up by then. Um, also, yeah, no, the, the uh, uh, a lot of people really liked, uh, the second one. And so that got a lot of fandom. I'm this one has this one has Harry Kaiju. That's that's a big part of the show. Because uh, the whole I don't know if you know the whole concept is her outfit, her like and stuff is all made of her hair. Yeah, yeah. I kind of I gathered that from the first game, which I've seen play a little bit. Um, I I really need to go back and play those. Um, I also have the bad guy silhouette shown at the end, um, and kind of show his face a little bit. At least assume it's the bad guy. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to know who that character is, but looked kind of cool, I guess. Um, I we'll thought see. he was. I thought he was a re- he must have been a recurring character from like the first game or something like that. Is what well, was my guess, but I never, uh, I never really played Bayonetta. Uh, I wasn't at the time. I really wasn't into uh, platinum games that much. I, I I think they did the first game. I know they did the second one for sure. I think they've done them uh, all. I think. Probably, uh, you know, that's the thing like, is, hey, Platinum was on. always hit and miss with what they were, what they were good with, and Bayonetta was always really good. But I'm not, I'm not that fond of um, that's was it stylish action like uh, oh yeah, uh, Devil May Cry. Like I played, I played the first two or th- I think two Devil May Cry games, and. I beat them, but I wasn't very good at them. And so when it like I, I kind of stopped playing these kind of games because I just. Uh, I never took the time to properly properly learn like the combo system or you know live combat. I might do better now because it's been for a really long time and my some of my game tastes have changed. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things that you know. Uh, I'm not sure 100 percent if I'll get in on this one. So uh, you know, I'll let you maybe you know test the waters and let me know if it's worth my time. I'm almost certainly gonna be playing it. Um, I think it's it's too big of a game to 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 pass up, but. Um... Yeah, I really hope that they get it. I think that a game kind of this big, people have been looking out for for so long. I don't know well it sells, so maybe not. But 
I think they're going to probably do their best to make it good, um, especially since it's been brewing for so long. And that is the end of the uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, that's uh, pretty much everything you ever wanted to know about it. We skipped a few games um, up there, but I'm not going to go back and, and 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 revisit them. They're not really they're not really in our wheelhouse. Um, but yeah, so that's an that's that's all that they wrote, um, which is pretty robust. Direct, I think it had quite a bit. The thing earth shaking, but some pretty good new stuff coming out. Um, so the last thing is just going into um, the signal boost. Uh, so this uh, th- this last segment is just um, yeah, Joe and I talking about something that we've watched or seen recently that you can get your hands on uh, for no money or low money down um, and just kind of something that we think is, uh, is, is pretty cool. That's, that's floating around. So uh, Joe, what do you have for right. um, us? Okay. Well uh, actually on, uh, so on Epic uh, game store on PC, uh, they're, they're having the, uh, the escapists, uh, which is kind of, um, you know, it's, it's like uh, if you ever played or if you know anything about like prison architect or something like that, but more or less, you're just literally trying to, you know, it's, um, uh, more of a strategy game, and you know, it's a fun little pixel art trying to break out of prison kind of heist. It's free. Uh, you know, a lot of people have mixed feelings about Epic as a whole, uh, but they do offer a lot of free, decent games. And if you really don't feel too comfortable, uh, my, but you still want the games, I just say make a burner email, set up, set it up with the uh, Epic, and there you go. I mean. Uh, it's probably the easiest way because they offer a lot of great stuff uh, on a weekly basis. They rotate it out on Thursdays uh, and uh, sometimes they'll offer multiple games in a week uh, during uh, during like the winter. I believe they actually did, they did a you know daily deal for a while, like every day was a new thing for a while. So, yeah, they've I've gotten a lot of good games from them just for free. Uh, so it's worth checking out if you you know, if you're into those kind of games and uh, yeah. That's that. That's the big one. That uh, big free game. That's this time around. Uh, I don't. I actually haven't checked to see what the new PlayStation Plus is going to be. Uh, so that's the only other thing I'm on. I should double check also because I know Game Pass is always cycling through new stuff as well. So I'll try to keep better on that one next time around. But I just unfortunately have not been able to be on my PC as much lately. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll probably try to try to look into that at least check it out a little bit um for me uh just uh watched a youtube video i don't even remember who this guy is um that that did it um but uh it's a it's a video on youtube uh titled don't give up on fighting games um and uh gosh i'm gonna have to put it in the in the show notes uh his, his name but um this guy uh did a video on basically his journey through fighting games. It's a really well-made video. It's about an hour long. Um, and he talks about like where he started, um, and kind of getting his ass kicked a lot and kind of what he did to grow in fighting games. Um, and like how, like how he progressed and he makes it very interesting. Uh, and he brings it full circle and he also I mean, does a really good job explaining 
to you um like what like uh like what like uh like when he's talking about like a certain kind of move or uh, he's really good at saying okay this is the move this is how you do it and this is why it's important and he does it without it being boring like i don't really know how he does it but he he manages to do it without without it being boring um and it's just it's just a good video it's it's well produced and i highly recommend it i try to put his name in the show notes um but yeah so that's so that's what i've got all right joe yeah. we have made it we have done an episode of this show um it is well past midnight and we have gone three hours uh do you have anything we'll else? whittle this down and post We'll whittle it uh, down yeah, to like it's. We're still going to be over three hours, <laughs> but it's it's just going to be long. Um, I think I'm going to cut out the. I think about I might cut out the the Chris Pratt rant a little bit. Uh, I'll just put an ellipsis there. Um, we have a lot. We have a lot. We can easily cut. Uh, but yeah, it's the it's the fun of it. You know, it's uh, you know we're we're going to be trying to you know do this uh, every uh, every other week. Uh, so that's that's our goal. Uh, and yeah, that's, I mean, right now, uh, just getting our footing under and hopefully, uh, we'll start, you know, we can start doing a lot of the plugs for social media soon. Uh, we're still haven't quite ironed out all the kinks there, but, uh, yeah, once, once we're ready to post and really go live and, you know, start making hot takes and all that stuff. Um, yeah, we'll, it'll be a lot more fun. Uh, you know, not that this isn't fun, but also it's. Yeah, it is stupid late right now. It's it's two forty in the morning. <laughs> Good thing it's a weekend. Nope. Um, man. Okay. All right. Well, oh, stupid thing. I'm mean, granted. I figured we we're gonna cut this, cut some of this bit out too. But I just have. Uh, I wanted to see because I I knew it, to, uh, it was announced a while ago. Uh, January uh, January twenty one. Uh, GamesRadar.com uh, posted a thing about Project 007, everything we know about the new IO Interactive uh, okay. James Bond. So, yeah, so I, I knew it was mentioned ago. a while ago. Um, and, you know, though, but you're absolutely right to be stoked about it because I'm a huge James Bond fan. And them, it's only, it's, it feels so natural for them to go into that property. It's um, going to be good. I mean, I can see a million ways that it could go horribly wrong. But if they just let them do it, and I don't know how MGM is, but if they just let them do it, then it could be fucking incredible. Oh, dude, it would be. Um, though I'm actually not so much worried about the uh, the film studio as the uh, the license holders. Um, I can't remember the oh. the the conglomerate that owns James Bond. Yeah, they're, I guess they're that's kind real. of what I mean. I, I didn't I didn't really know, but I just. Like whoever owns it, as long as I can stay away from it, it might be all right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, there, there's so much things they can do. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, I'll let you take us out. All right. Um, thanks for listening and or watching. Um, I'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah. Take care, guys.